to the morning sickness. It's 545. My name's John Holmberg. There's Brady Bogan, Creepy E, and the moderator, the most boring Avenger of all. Toledo. I've been thinking about it the whole time. Proud of you, first of all. You're involved in your local district. You're doing what everybody should be doing, which is getting involved at the local level instead of bitching about all these government plans that have nothing to do with them coming from the federal. Hey. So there you were last night doing civic duties as a moderator for the teacher's uh, walkout in your little area. I'm getting texts from people all night going, is this the Red Mountain area? I'm like, uh-huh. I live right down the street from this thing. I want to go see Toledo moderate. I'm like, <laughs> sentence has never been said before ever in the history of man. Hold up banners yeah. and posters. Toledo! I, I, I was trying to get people to just go up and go, yeah, f- Toledo! Moderate! Just to be dismissive of it, uh, but you, sir, moderated. Tell us what it's like. What did you do? What happened? Are they better? Did you fix it, or did you make a fool of yourself? It was a good show, and there's probably almost 400 people at church no, there last kidding. night. Yeah, um, news showed up and did their little packages, and, and we had three teachers up there that were kind of explaining things from their side, and what fully funded sco- uh, classes do is versus others. Yeah, the ones that are not fully funded. That have 43 kids in it. And one, one uh, lady said that she had a story of... Her kids are in such a big class that, that the teacher actually put a big, one of those big cafeteria benches out in the hallway. She called it out on the patio service for oh, their class. Patio service? A little window, a service window? That'd no, be nice. she had to go. T- she, was, she was doing double duty teaching. She had to teach the concept inside, and then she had to go out in the hallway and teach those students out in the hallway because she had, I think, I think she had 10, 12 students out in the hallway nice. at one point. So bouncing back and forth. So it was a lot of that, a lot of passion uh, parents. Passion-filled parents about. We're tired of when, hanging out with our kids. When will That's my summer? I, when will my summer vacation start? Was a common theme. We've got things planned. Right. Um, when What's will the we answer graduate? to that? Uh, if in Mesa, if uh, you you have elementary school kids or junior high school kids, yeah. If the teachers are back by Thursday, there will be no extension to the school Nothing. year. Nothing. You just took it. You just had another spring break. Right now, That's as far awesome. as as far as high school goes, you need to still. Re- fulfill your requirements so right. if you have to do an english credit or whatever and you need that time you you need that extra day if or i was whatever. in high school i'd let them do saturdays for like a couple of weeks well they're giving up their uh in high school they don't have early release i think they have like a late start or something like oh. that so they're, they're gonna do away with that for the for the, i patch think it's it on wednesdays or something like that yeah. try and patch it up all graduation dates are set in stone so everybody that's saying my kid's not gonna graduate yes they are they're gonna graduate the same date, right. everything like that is set in So stone. nothing changes. They get a free spring break and a couple of As long of as the teachers are back by Thursday, which it kind of, now that the budget, uh, the plan has been right. put forth. What is your is role last do. night? What did you do? What was your uh, biggest moment? Jumping back and forth, j- just taking questions. And, yeah. and you know, did people you have to quiet anyone? Hand. We almost did. There was a lady. In, in, yes. Uh, so she stands up and she's got, um, I think it said Patriot on her, on her shirt. Oh, I love with, it. With the American flag. And on the side had, had the Breitbart logo. Oh, better. So, yeah. You knew she was trouble coming in. Absolutely. Stirring Into the, the liberal be- that den of teachers. And I didn't see teachers. it until she had the microphone to ask her question. So oh, she's yeah. a big proponent of uh, uh, book charter burning. schools. Charter oh, schools. damn it. I could have made this so much better if I was a book burning and all the fun that we could have had. She might have been there, but uh, I think it, as far as the start goes, and she got kind of uh, roundly told no with her with what she was trying to put forth as far as that uh, the charter schools do more with less money than than public schools do right. and it's not they true just, you can see it in factor her to death yeah in the in the in Ducey's budget it's it's absolutely not true so no she fighting just, though she, she she wanted to fight she just ah. kept sitting in her chair going it's not true it's not true and you found <laughs> but yeah because I pictured it like remember in uh 
Field of Dreams when they all went to that high school for that big thing. Oh, yeah. Burning, the book burning happened, and that lady called another lady a Nazi cow. And I'm like, this is the type of town meeting that I think is why we all bitch about federal stuff and nobody wants to go to these. You don't want to be the Nazi cow locally. There were the parents that probably would have gone there if they had gotten a different answer than the school year will not be extended. Oh. So there were a lot of passion parents about that. Why? I, That's cool. What baffles me? Everybody's so damn worried about their summer vacation. Of course they yeah, are. Eric. That's this, all that matters. Exactly. I'm like, exactly. isn't yeah. this more important no. than For my Christ trip to sake, Disneyland? We have SeaWorld, Legoland, <laughs> and Disney tickets <laughs> purchased now. Pre, no <laughs> refunds. No refunds. Exactly. So they've got, and they're going the day after school ends. Yeah, and that's what yeah, one lady Jill said. downstairs said the same thing. Yep. She's like, my kids have school. Until this date, and we're leaving the next day for Chicago. And my so daughter, go. she can't because her daughter's in high school and she has finals yeah. the last week. Yeah, okay. so, they have to so make would, that up. Go they, without her. That's what they're going to have to do. And I'm like, fly her out later. <laughs> yeah, you can make it up to her. But then they got to deal with real that. life. Yeah. Well, this is real life, this damn it. Life. And they've got plans. Yeah. The, other, the other question was: Dinner's at seven, Eric. Dinner's at seven. <laughs> Fantastic. Can Can you strike in summer? Yeah. Yes. Can you? Yeah, you're gonna have a lot of leverage yeah. in the summer. A lot of people are like, you know, we'll get well, to that. The legislature isn't in session, first of all, and and the some feel it'd be just as effective. Well. Oh yeah. Some well, That's some people are like, well, why not? Yeah. Make a, it'd be just as effective. Yeah. You know who would be on. really painful to? <laughs> the really dumb kids who need summer school. Yeah. And the AP kids what who want to get out knows? early. It's like, yeah, sorry uh, guys. Yeah. Anyway. I have to make up my summer school. So no fun moderating moments, really. Not really. Damn it. Everybody was was pretty well behaved. Double damn it. A bunch of people from, from the district were there to answer questions. Uh, the leader of the Mesa Education Association was there. I'm bored already. So, yeah. yeah. Sounds awful, except it was for a lot of, your school. But you got kids in it or something. Mm-hmm. Something I don't care about at all. Right, exactly. My summer vacation started in, like, June of 1990. And I don't think it's ever going to end. This has been an awesome run for me without this child thing. It's been phenomenal. I was getting in arguments on Facebook last night. It's- why? It's just gotten so. I don't. Why know. do you do I that? I try not to. <laughs> right. I try. That's the thing everybody has. Don't do that. It's it's just that you know they're they're trying to break down how much they make a lot of money per hour if you break it down and they they don't even realize how much more teachers actually. Sure. Yeah, My exactly. wife was a teacher. I know. Oh, yeah. She's in there on Sundays working six to eight well, hours, getting fairness, ready for the next week. In fairness to that argument, she was also had the option of going home to you. Yeah, so well, probably I go to work. I go to work and more. stay home a lot more often it's, too. Well, but then they are at home too, grading papers and everything. Right. Yeah. Something the, 10, and in fairness, sometimes. otherwise she'd have to talk otherwise to you. Have to talk to so me, yeah. I'd be grading fake papers too. Oh, I'm playing video you. games. You give me, I'm tuned out. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, no, I know they work very hard. And I, that hourly thing and whatever they do, they get three months off a year. I don't know enough about it, but I know that teachers are miserable, and there's a reason why. If I had three months off a year and got paid well enough. And put in some extra. I'd be like, look, I get these three months off. It's no big deal. But when you're miserable and you still get to think about that, if your job gave you three months off and your job still pissed you off, there's something wrong with that job. Something ain't right. I don't know. I don't know what fixes it or whatever. But and that's what's probably going to be the hard thing because there's probably, I mean, there are some teachers, I guess, in some of the public schools that are like, this is, uh, I'm okay. But the, I think there's an extreme, right? There, some of the public schools are just. Horrible Summer situations fun, right. for teachers. So it's then, districts, though. It just depends yeah, on districts. where you're at. Yeah, it's it's it all. And, it's and all the starting pay. It's it's like, you know, the pay isn't what it should be for people that this is an important job. They have college degrees. They have student loans. They have to pay. That's all it is. Wow. It's not like a McDonald's employee here that we're dealing yeah. with. The student loan thing. I'll, I 
push back on, but otherwise, I, I do think they do well, need to get more. I, I know that's their. The, that's the their, fact of the matter is that's a whole other discussion. Yeah, but most teachers end up uh-huh. having student loan. Right, and I would I would suggest highly to all kids getting into the education field. Not to get student loans. The job doesn't pay enough. If, if, if exactly. There, if there's that's no, there's, the yeah, problem. that's the big thing. Don't get one. You're not getting a job that's going to pay that off ever in your life. So you're going to be a, a, a worker for the government who owes the government forever. You're the dream citizen. You're the absolute dream person. Yeah. My wife just, still owes $40,000. Yeah. Yeah, it's brutal. I, I have, I have, I have a friend who is too. a teacher who quit teaching. Probably had $56,000 in student loans. Works at the bank. It's like I'll never pay them off otherwise. Now, doing incredibly well at the bank, like three times. I quit the job. I've been saying it the whole time. You got student loans that are that are actually more than what you earn a year, you're never going to pay those off. It's brutal. So The yeah. colleges should uh, tell the people, uh, you're wanting to get the student loan to be a teacher? No, we're yeah. not going to let that happen. Yeah, well, that, that would be the, then the colleges would be something uh, called an education institution rather than a business. They've turned into a business. They don't care. They're they're getting kickbacks and money and more funding. Those books that they sell you for it seven might, times then, the value. Here's the argument I'm getting into on Facebook. It's with uh, Ted. You know. Oh, that. Ted Huffman. Uh, Why are you even bothering with? I Ted? can't help myself. You're, you're, you, uh, he's so Ted throws you. out. I have friends that have told me that getting an education degree is easy. It's not even that hard. I'm like, oh, really? They've told you that? Yeah. They've right. told you that, like, getting a college education See, now wait a minute. is simple. He's Don't, pressing <laughs> buttons. Yeah, he's, he is bugging no. you. And Ted believes it, but he knows it's going to get you. You're in a, you're in troll arguments with each other. You're trolling each other. Uh, trust me, if you read the th- thread, I, th- I uh, think he was more bothered than I was. Of course he was. I was you're trolling one, him, too. Well, no, I was the only one pushing back it, it, on his thing. It was all, you know, fellow right-wingers right. just going after him. <laughs> and for why involve yourself? Lapping up each you other's stop soup. It. That's another thing. Don't get student loans to be a teacher. And don't bother in Facebook arguments anymore. They're stupid. <laughs> it's easy to say. It's real easy to do, too. I Lick. try not to, I swear. Lick. I'm going to go watch Breaking Bad reruns. That's all I do now. I've been going to Albuquerque and stuff and been in it. Well, you know how I start it, watching again. You know how know. it is. The, the original post is a Photoshopped picture. It's right? great. That That is just out there to stir it up, and nobody realizes when your that mind, it's just a Photoshop picture. That's when your mind says either, I have to fix this world, or <laughs> I need to do something else. At, this guy's an idiot. At least agree that, right. hey, that could be Photoshopped to nope. push somebody's agenda. No. To ma- stir what? the pot. No, no, because all that's going to do is stir the other guy up going, oh, really? Fo- everything's, everything's phony to you because, boom, you're already in. You're already in just for looking at that picture, Eric. It's like sponsored ads. Get out of that yes, wormhole. Of Ted, you get out of that wormhole, too. Stop I it. love Ted's a great guy. He's a wonderful person. I love person. talking to him, right. and I try to be cool about Most it. Most of the time, you love talking to him. Yeah. Right. But usually, we just talk about Terry Mulholland. Yeah, I love that. We can tease Ted about pizza and Mulholland for hours on end. Stay with that. I know, I know. Stay I tried. I put yeah. Go Cubs in there. Yeah. Well, you missed a Cubs game to argue online last no, night? No, I Eric. was watching the Avengers, man. Oh, okay. All right, there you go. Which, yeah, it's, uh, you want to give it away now, now that you know? Oh, I don't care now. You talk yeah. about whatever you want. <laughs> now that he knows. Yeah, now that he knows. Screw everybody you else. You don't care, so we can talk about it around I don't care at all. You. Yeah, right. I have no issues with that. You I haven't think. seen it turn off your radio. No, we're not going to talk about no, that no. part of it. But, yeah, it's, a little early still. It's got, me, it's got me curious because I know it's doing things that uh, most of them don't do. So the word got out with most people that watch those superhero movies that here's the reason why. Uh, you know, we find them to be kind of meh. They're good. They're fun. We're all going to go pay and watch them, but they're not great movies because of the fact that there's no peril. Evidently, this one loaded with it. 
and the answers have to come in the next one. So they did a nice job of setting up the next Avengers. They're going to make a gajillion dollars on the next two or three of them, just based on what I'm seeing and hearing and spoiling for myself in this movie. So I had some guy email me going, have you seen the new Avengers yet? And then listed all of the people that eventually have their issues in this movie and then what happens to them next to it. I know you don't care, but here's, here's to go against what you always say, here's what happened. I'm like, all right. That's pretty Wait, sweet. Man, he told you the entire yeah. story? Well, I told him I didn't care. And I'm like, because you, you always can't. say that super he's a superhero movie guy. That superhero movies are boring because you know who's going to win. I'm like, yeah, you always know who's going to win. Here's a list of the, do you care? Here's a list of the things that happened. I'm like, I don't care. Tell me what happened. I'm like, that's interesting. You've, you've piqued my interest. So you're in the same argument as I am. I wasn't in an argument. I, I know, told it's him. just the same yeah. thing. Well, he started on an email. He emailed yeah. me, and I said, "I said, go ahead and tell me." Now it would have been an argument had he done it. And I'm like, oh, "I never asked for that." Brother. But all I would have done was just, just gone. I'm not going to talk to that guy. I like trolling for Facebook arguments, They're like that. They're, I've never had more fun in my life than with the local artists when they went nuts, and I could, oh, yeah. I could dig under their skin and just tear them apart with subtle jabs, and the whole tinderbox would blow up again. That I enjoy. I don't like getting into real heated arguments or heady arguments at all on Facebook because it's Facebook. They're putting up Photoshop pictures of things because you're not changing their minds. There's no point. It's yelling into the void. Stop it. There was a Cubs game on this. There's yeah. a Cubs game on this. Could have put it down. Put Ted down and gone and Ted. watch the Cubbies. That's all you need to do. It was on ESPN too. It was even better. Moderating and doing all that nonsense. Uh, well done, Toledo. Nice job. Local leader Dick Toledo. Did I you started... feel like it uh, did it accomplish anything, or was think, it just a bunch it... of talk? Uh, it, toward the end, it started getting a lot of the, the same kind of repeat questions because people wanted to have their voices right. heard. But no, I think a lot of parents actually found out a lot of information they didn't know. Really, and they found out. You know, we put up po- uh, information on how to contact your legislators, um, you know, and things like that. I think a lot of people came away with some. Information. Did it need someone, for instance, if you do this again? Perhaps a plant. I'm not suggesting any particular actor, but I would raise my right hand to do this. That would have the op, the opposing uh, person's agenda that I could deliver certain lines for you that would make that side look crazy so you can rebut them and make it look like you guys have all the answers while the other side screams and yells, and then you can look like geniuses in front of the parents. It's a PR move. It's brilliant. That's something that we need to talk about with Louie tonight on, on the podcast you got a well. podcast about it. I forgot about that. So, yes. So I think have Louie put me in audiences as a plant I, to say something that the other side says, to just like they do in debates for presidential things when they clear the questions, and then you guys go, no, 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 that's a common misconception. I would gladly be the Nazi cow that everyone hates in the audience. Well, if Breitbart lady had had been allowed to kind of still hold the microphone, but she kind of gave up her position a little bit after she got roundly told no, not true, you know, I think she would have been on her way. I will come dressed in a Confederate flag and overalls. Will you have a big B on your chest, too, like for Breitbart? Yes, I will have the Breitbart logo. I'll have orange (laughs) pants on. You can't miss me. And I will spout out whatever nonsense you want the opposition to be saying to make it. We can make this. We can fix it all. And, by the way, this offer goes to the other side as well, whoever pays more. If the uh, whoever, if the, yeah, yeah, I will be the actor that will that will disrupt the local meetings. Like I'll be the troll. This is live Facebook. This is the fun one. Doing it face to face is so much better than through a computer screen to watch the reaction. So whoever wants that in your next local meeting, if you'd like me to play bad guy to the opposite, I will do that for a fee, and uh, we'll discuss that after 
you know, an email at Holmberg at 98kupd.com. If you'd like to do that, I will gladly troll your stupid local meetings. So where does the podcast go down? Uh, today, 4.30. You're in the building. Out there, yeah. Oh, okay. Um, in the building, you're doing Oh, yeah. So you're bringing uh, teachers up in here? Yeah. This is great. Now, now, now we're getting involved. Now, now. Yeah, now you're using us as like some sort of a... Can I be in on that yeah, as a to. lunatic teacher? Yes. Or lunatic yes. parents, whichever pays more? Uh, tonight, I think I've got the teacher side, so I'd need the lunatic parent. Okay. More tonight. Write me up some bullet points, and I'll, okay. I'll create a character around that, and I will destroy your podcast with craziness so you guys can bash me and make me look like the bad guy. I just ask that my name is Ernest. Okay. Not honesty. Not, I'm not asking oh, that oh, in earnest oh, to give me a name. Okay. My name is actually Ernest. Ernest. In fact, I'm going to be so obvious about it. We'll just call it the same name as I had, uh, or that they used in Andy Griffith. Ernest T. Bass. Oh, I was going to say, were you just a Jim Varney fan? <laughs> yeah, no. Ernest is good, too. Yeah, but that's the type of person that will come to mind when you hear the word Ernest. Be over the top on how much you love your daughter. Completely over the yeah. top. And maybe a couple sketchy things in there, too. I mean, I love my daughter so much. In fact, the other day when I was helping her change her underpants, I said, ninth grade will be the hardest time for you. You wait, you're about to go there, just baby. To, just to distract. Wait, your daughter's in ninth grade? At, yeah. Anyway, that, that's secondary. I was cha- We were changing her panties because she had Mondays on. It was Wednesday. And so anyway, we're changing her panties because we like to do that. Why can't she wear more miniskirts to school? You guys <laughs> right. always get on her about how short her miniskirts are. She was sent are. home the other day again because her fingertips went past her miniskirt. Now, I picked that miniskirt out special that morning because I thought she looked prettiest in it. Have I showed you my promposal video? <laughs> Why can't the parents take the kids to the dances? Sir, you're distracted. All right, I'll wait. God, I might have to listen. To There's podcast. nothing better than the taste of a child the first thing in the morning. Kissing them awake and such. And you've taken that from me with this walk away. Yeah, Ernest would be a phenomenal addition to your podcast if you wanted numbers. Please keep striking. Yeah. I spend more time with my daughter. Yeah. <laughs> Not to pat myself on the back, but somewhat of a ratings machine when it comes to yeah. these types of things. I can really punch up your podcast. That's the local artist. <laughs> right. <laughs> I will bring numbers to your party. I'm fearless. The hating thing does not bother me. And the people in the know would even be better. It's like, oh, my God, Holmberg. People who don't even care would listen. Holmberg's playing the antagonist on Toledo's podcast. That's that's him. No way. No one would ever say that. Oh, I hate that guy. He's good. My daughter was digging around my pockets for my keys today. It's a game we play every morning before school. And you've taken that from us. Now there's no purpose. Now I get out of bed first thing in the morning, roll over and kiss her goodbye, and she didn't even have to get up for school. Your daughter's in bed with you? That's beside the point. Don't you twist this, Don't Libby. you turn me into something, you communist piece of happy May Day. Uh, anyway, it's 6.04. Let's get a wake-up song. 585-9800. A good one to start off this locally active show. It's 98 KUPD. Wake up! Is this Holmberg? Stop it, Larry. Uh, thank you, Whistle. It is 6.20 in the morning sickness officially. We're off and running here. It's I, Look, we got our windows open. May 1st. It's May Day. What's going on? This is phenomenal. Start to Masturbation Month. What? National Masturbation Month. Brady, that please, that came out of nowhere. I mean, buy me lunch first, for God's sake. All right. I'm not against this, this, but I all right. Today. Well, hello, ladies. Are you going to partake? Is it a 30-day challenge? No. Let's just, start it. Just call me. Let's start it, you and me. We'll change Masturbation Month together. 
We'll have a little calendar with X's on each day. Mine will be black. Yours will be red. X out every day you pull one. What is the goal of National Masturbation Month? I, mean, I think they want to make it uh, awareness and, you know, aware of it. They're saying they do a extensive survey, 18 countries, um, survey men and women, and uh, figure out, you know, how many are partaking. Is it healthy for relationships? Oh, who's behind it? Is it trying to stop well, the masturbating? One, the one or? research uh, that I saw was uh, Tenga. Which, uh, well, I as treat adult, adult toys. Every month is Masturbation Month. I don't think I treat any one month any differently than another. Pretty much all of them fall into the That's category. That's kind of the rundown. World's largest masturbation survey Ugh. uncovers how traditional views of masculinity prevent men from having fulfilling sex life. Oh. This is eventually going to blame masturbate for why you can't have a fulfilled sex life. No, it doesn't. It actually goes the other way. Headline reads that way. I know. It talks about the perceptions. If you were to ask men about this is how they feel, but in reality, this is how they really feel. It says approximately 90% of Americans believe men in their country exemplify outdated masculinity or manly stereotypes in contrast to what men believe of themselves. More than half of uh, the American men, 56%, feel more... They prioritize connections to others and being able to express themselves without judgment. 20% of men who, quote, feel more have better relationships. This is written by women. They want us to stop being such dudes. Why don't you feel more? Express your feelings more often. Because I'm a dude. That's outdated. Oh, is it? Well, so be it then. I guess I'm going to just continue not caring. What makes us different? That's right. 88% of men claim to be in touch with their emotions. 54% 54% of Americans think this is important to men. Yeah, this is definitely slanting towards guys need to start... And selling toys. ...listening I mean, to women can, more. It... Yeah, oh yeah, they're going to sell some toys. But how, how does this end up in masturbation, though? 77% of men are comfortable talking about their feelings. What is this? This is all feelings. They're just... They're telling you to jerk off and emote. No. Men who feel more are emerging and is what society needs... Oh, this is a woman's study about masturbating. They're going to make it all girly. We're going to have to light flowers and have baths and things. No. They said light flowers. I meant candles. That's how out of touch I am. I light flowers on fire. That's how out of feeling I am. Uh, 83% of men care about social issues. 80% of men are comfortable interacting with people of different sexual orientations, but only 56% of Americans realize that men are. What? 80% of men are comfortable interacting, but 56% are aware of it. What? Yeah, some of it's pretty... I'm totally comfortable interacting with gays and stuff. So long as they're not doing anything. Just the same way I think they'd be comfortable with interacting with me, as long as I'm not plowing Megan. I mean, if Will and uh, and Ian and I are out at dinner... And, you know, they start giving each other the old-fashioned at the table. I'm suddenly uncomfortable with their gay behavior. It doesn't make me a bigot. I just don't want any on me. I know. It's it's hard not to when you're watching, like, a show or something. And oh, look. They're going at it. You're like, ah. You can't. It, when I dudes know. are kissing as a straight man, it's impossible for your body not to go, oh, jeez. Yeah, can't, can't you understand that, gays? Can't you kind of? Yeah. Gays, you have to get it. Yeah. 
Doesn't mean we're against you. No, personally, I find uh, look. I think the world of Ian Campfield. I, th- I find him to be a wonderful person and a good friend. If he and Will started making out, my I would literally go. Uh, uh, we're just not into that. Sorry, guys. It's the stubble. Uh, it makes I. It's dudes. We're all uncomfortable. I'm uncomfortable with like when really ugly people start kissing. <laughs> So I kind of equate gay people to really ugly heterosexual. Oh, same reaction. I don't know. Uh, I, I watched that's bad too. At the know. airport, I watched two people kiss goodbye, and they couldn't do. They were they were fat American typicals, you know, like uh, Wallies, and they couldn't get their arms all the way around each other. So they just did. They just boxed each other in with their hands. <laughs> like I got Locked my hands. Down. Well, it's just on the sides. I'm not going all the way around. That's impossible. You're an orb. So she puts it on the sides, and he puts it on the sides, and their faces meet, and they, their heads were kind of. Like, their stomachs were smashed together, and their heads were doing that little back-and-forth thing when they were making out to say goodbye to each other. And Megan even goes, look over there, kissing goodbye. And I turned and went, uh, because uh, immediately as a man, you think of, like, what's it like if they go further with this? And it wasn't pretty. It had nothing pretty about those two beach balls pounding each other. You weren't happy for them? No. <laughs> I'm very rarely for ha- happy for type 2 diabetes. Hey, congratulations, everybody over here has got, I'm sure your blood pressure is just through the moon right now. You got your heart beating so fast, making out with that, what is that, babe? (laughs) It was awful to see. But yeah, so everybody sees it. I'm sure nobody wants to see me making out with anybody. That ain't pretty. You got to move my nose out of the way. Yeah, most people are like, get a room. Right. Nobody wants to see it. So it has nothing to do with that. It's this uh, argument that I saw in the news last night, this lady who has some, and that's another thing I'm sick of, that she's, of course, she's a podcast host. That's what she's known for. So she's like, this lady who hosts a podcast in North Carolina. That's nothing. That's 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 nothing. You you talk into your computer. Big deal. That's like saying someone with a Facebook page, uh, she was on a plane and it was small and she's gigantic and she sat next to this white lady and she's a black lady and she put her elbow up on the thing and bumped the white lady's arm off and the white lady's like, oh, come on. Call the police. Come on. And then she flips her hair at her. She's like, oh. And they tried to share and they couldn't. And then the black lady said, you're being mean to me. Because she was making like a scene. Like she was just a butthole. The lady was just like, oh, this tight little plane seat. So the white lady's like, oh, she's not saying much of anything other than just making little hair flips and arms crossed. And then she puts her foot next to her and she goes, if your foot touches my foot, we'll have a problem. So she was a space lady. And the black lady took it as racism. And they started like going back and forth with little insults. And so she starts taping it on her phone. And at the end, she tells American, she's the first to tell. She told American Airlines, this lady's been taping me with her phone and kind of, I don't know what her her deal is. And then the security asked the black lady for her ID and the white lady walked away. So then all of a sudden it's racism. And I'm like, if this is racism in 2018, we have overcome. This is no big deal. This is one asshole of one color, not tolerating another asshole of another color. And you want to make it a black-white issue. Big, fat deal. First one who tells... That's who the cops deal with. She's bothering me. All right, I'll go talk to her. Separate them, and it'll be over in five minutes. Just stall her. But now it's a big story on CNN had it last night. It's like, is this uh, the future of America? We're segregating ourselves from each other. I'm like, no. No one wants to sit next to a giant person on a small plane. The plane I took to Albuquerque was a two-in-one-seater. And I was in the, we were in the front in the business class where the seats are a little bigger. So there's two on one side and one on the other. I looked back in the... Back to the, there's two on two and they're small seats and if you have any sort of girth, 
that little you're sharing a, an armrest no matter what. Nobody wants to share the armrest. That's why the center seat is not desirable for for anybody. It's quiet down there. With so her. who's getting lit up more, the white lady uh, or the black lady? Well, she kept saying, and this the black lady kept saying, in this day and age, uh, you can't uh, do this anymore because we're woke. And she said, we don't see races, this and that. And then she kept saying, but this white woman, this white woman, this white woman. So she started just making it about race, about the white lady being mad. And I was like, this isn't a thing. You're a dick, and the white lady's a dick. And it's now news when both of you are dicks because you can't you can't get along. Nobody wants to, nobody likes in the way, person they sit next to. Now. Yeah. Because but. in the past, it would get ra- the black lady would get railroaded. Right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. We have overcome. In the olden days, that would have been back of the plane, Missy. Now it's not. Now you can go blog about it and have your podcast. So it's kind of a good thing. It's a great thing, Brady. You can be mean to black people today, and they have voices. It's great. Congratulations, black people. When we're dicks to you, you can podcast about it. No one can stop you. This isn't racism. We're race-baiting every single thing. It's brutal. Tell me there is a time when any gigantic anything sat next to you on a small plane. That you were happy to sit next to that person. Didn't matter what color they were. John Coffee. Oh, imagine that. Even if it's a bodybuilder. And On me. Dog tied boss, but I'll take the middle seat. Really? Blow the bugs in my really? mouth. Blow the bugs in my mouth. Yeah, I'm going to need it because I have a feeling you're going to break my spine. You don't want me to sit in the middle here now, boss? Not really. Because I'm black? No, because you're granite. You're a giant. And you're black. Hey, I'll be uncomfortable if he gives me some kind of superpowers to stop cancer. Well, I'll be really bad if I just kind of move a little bit. He's like, you got the stones, boss? Uh, Yeah, I think I got a couple of them. Hey, this big black guy just grabbed my Johnson, and he's spitting bugs at me. It's all going to be all right soon, boss. Hey, I do feel better, but knock it off with the whole masturbation thing. Yeah, when he grabbed Tom Hanks by the balls, I'm like, oh, in that day and age, hmm. <laughs> He's not going to last long doing that stuff to white people. Yeah, it's that. I just read that, and I'm like, man, we've come a long way. This is today's racism. That lady looked at me wrong. It's because I'm black. I, um, we have we have completely. Martin Luther King would have been like, you know, they used to hose people tried to go to school, and you're complaining that the lady didn't give you enough armrest. Right. That's a huge <laughs> amount of progress in a relatively short period of time. I couldn't get armrest, and then she was mean to me. This is racism. Oh, yeah, you know, your uncle was used as, you know, a plow. I think he would be okay with not I'd, getting the armrest. I'm pretty sure he'd have been totally <laughs> Wait a minute, cool I can fly on this plane? If the white lady's like, you can sit here in the plane and go from A to B real fast. I get the armrest. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> I have overcome. And I get a free drink? Right. <laughs> and I'm in first. What? <laughs> a free soda? <laughs> Yeah. yeah, time machine you right into this thing. Could you imagine if you time machine a black guy from 1940 to today and he bumped into a white woman? And, oh, Lord, I'm so sorry. I, I bumped a white Well, Why did you put it next to me? Oh, no, it's okay to do that now. Please don't tell anybody. It's okay, please. Please, I was just trying to get comfortable. It's been so long. I'm not going to get mad at you at all. What? We have overcome. But no, now it's I'm going to blog about it and make it national news. It makes real racism just kind of die in the minutia of complaints. But there it is. It's on Yahoo. It was on CNN last night. Channel 3 did a thing about it. I'm like, yep, American Airlines. Two people were dicks to each other, and we make it about what color they are. I am going to start being meaner to Ian. Because it'll be two white people. With, and I'm just start. 
make him and Will kiss in front of me a lot until I'm used to it. Maybe you that. Do, it. do you think that would be something? Hey, hey, Ian, I'm got no problem with your gay. You know that it's no big deal. But I am uncomfortable when two guys kiss. So what I'm going to do is just kind of hang around your apartment, watch you, and we'll get intimate for a little and, bit until, until I'm comfortable, I'm comfortable with, with it. Until it. I'm kind of like, I'm, I'm a little. I don't know if I, I want that. I don't think I want you watching that. Oh, really? Is it because I'm straight? You can't have sex with your boyfriend in front of a straight guy? That's not it at all, but... Cultural appropriation. Yeah, now, now who's the bigot now, Ian? I wanted to watch you puff the Peter of that boyfriend of yours, and all of a sudden, I'm the bad guy. You're woke. Yeah, I'm woke, you see. Stay woke. creepy. Yeah, I, I don't understand this whole mess but again if you i wish people would think that way go back 50 years and imagine you're your own grandfather and put yourself in that Whoa, situation. Wait a yeah yeah oh yeah no you, you imagine you're your grandfather in a time machine in your body today how little would these tiny things that bother you bother him at all it wouldn't like all the stuff that we're oh this is terrible and this is an awful thing and i can't believe someone would you're being bullied they were a tougher group much tougher. So yeah, when you used to get uh, fire hosed by the local authorities to try to go to school, I think an armrest problem would be like low on the list of racist things to complain about. You'd think you'd be able to work it out. Yeah, and the white lady's a complete jerk. There's no doubt about it. If your foot touches my foot, we're going to have a problem. Oh my gosh, she's just a horrible human being. Not representative of anything other than the lady in that seat. Middle sh- middle seat gets both armrests. Middle seat gets both because they're the ones who have screwed. You get one on the right in the window. Yep. The other guy gets the aisle, and you can lean out into the aisle until that cart comes through and takes your shoulder off. And if you want to share in the middle, that's up to that person. The discussion must yeah. take place, yeah. but you can't have an elbow fight. Now, if in in the, in fact, uh, for me, when Megan and I travel, and it's it, very rarely, but when we do the Southwest, because I just can't do it anymore. I can't sit with the people. <laughs> they're disgusting. The boogers, so many boogers. Once I witnessed the boogers personally on that flight back from Tampa, where that guy was spitting his cold into a Dasani bottle while the other lady mopped up her tray of nuts and trail mix with her dust finger, and then she started to lick her finger and dust it. I'm like, what happens in these planes? Guy popped his it on the back of his neck while the dude next to Megan had a boner. But if my wife takes center seat and I have aisle or window, I get both because she's tiny. And that's an agreement we have because she's willing, she's willing to take center seat, but I, I she won't. She doesn't like windows. And she, she's, might, she might prop up against you a little bit like if she gets uh, well, Right, but she makes our aisle more comfortable because she's little and fits in the center seat. But that means I get both armor because I'm willing to cram into a side on those three those three across things. Yeah, the, the, the airplane etiquette is, is needs to be drawn out. That should be part of the takeoff. You know, here's how you, you attach the, the oxygen mask, uh, assist somebody who needs assistance. Here's your seatbelt. And by the way, here are the rules for the chairs. If you're in the middle, you get both armrests. This is not going to be a debate anymore. If, they, if you don't know the people on the right or left of you, you get both. Put it on that placard. Yeah, where put people the, are put floating. Put the red X's. Yeah, after the plane crash. Seats, yeah. <laughs> My favorite picture of all time ever. Like, if you take a look at the pamphlet, uh, in it's case so, of a water so landing. Pleasant. The plane actually has just come to a rest in the water while everybody's just floating like they are on holiday. Oh, wow. We crashed in Lake Mead, but it's nice. Sully didn't help that because the no, plane floated. No, that's exactly what happened. Yeah. They were right. Yeah. All the times that you looked at that little cartoon of the plane floating, you're like, yeah, right. Oh, my that, God, it happened. That actually does occur. 
But yeah. Worst airplane etiquette is the people that don't let the rows go the right way yeah. when you're oh. exiting. They just try to storm Can in front of everybody. Okay, now that we're on to this, another airplane etiquette thing is if you've got more than one bag and it doesn't go over your seat... Yeah, you front, can't walk around. And, yeah, you can't walk around and look for a place to put it because you're going to clog up the line leaving. You have to or, give that bag or back. Or put it in the the very front and or, go back. No, ten aisles. That one. No, because now so you just, get to your seat. Everybody's chair taken. has an overhead compartment. I know. No, you happens. don't get multiple oh. ones. You don't get to pick and choose which is empty and open. No, you're a bad traveler. Oh, yeah. Then I just get it on my way out. I just pop it easy. Out. But yeah, what about the guy who sat in that place right. who wants his bags? Now he's got to put his somewhere else. So it's in just the back, back Tetris mess. John, you realize jackasses. I'm not saying it, but you will be accused of microaggressions here. I know. Well, I love microaggressions. <laughs> but if a black guy started to move his bag from one side to the other, I ain't saying that. No, because I know what happens. He's got a podcast in Raleigh, Durham, <laughs> and I'm going to be the focus of it. Next thing you know, I'll be on CNN as that dick white guy goes, "You can't put your bags up there." Is it because I'm black? I don't think so. It depends on what's in the bag, I guess. You got four bags. I don't know how people let it get stretching nuts. And also, if you have zipper boots on at the airport, there should be a special hell for you when you're going through security because you know better. And lady, if I see you unzipping or untying those those Roman shoes that go all the way up your calf. And you don't get out of the way. Not good travel shoes. Special hell for you. Special hell. The lady in the airport. We didn't get in this line, but I, I saw, I spotted her, and I'm like, Roman sandals. Jackass. And she starts unlacing. He's going to be there for 20 minutes. Get in the other line with the fat guy and the kids. Over here, Maximus. Yeah. You never get in line with kids. You never get in line with a lady who's dressed to impress on the plane. That would be another thing if you time machined your grandfather in for air travel. He'd be in a suit. Take him forever to get through security because they have to take off like 14 pieces of clothing to get through the thing. Now people are, even men, I saw a dude in yoga pants getting on the plane because it's just easier. I'm like, that's not a bad idea, actually. I mean, he looks stupid, but that's pretty bright. Like, you don't have pockets. You don't have to worry about any of that stuff. You just walk right through. I wear cargo shorts on my plane, and they always pat me down. Because it looks like something's in them all bring, the time. Bring the wand out. Yeah. Yeah. Airplane etiquette is a big thing. And it's it's not racist. Nobody likes anyone on a plane. It has nothing. It's the most homogenized place in America. Everyone hates everyone else on the plane. Everyone. Even you, Brady. No one wants you sitting next to him. They see you coming. It's like, oh, no. No, 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 no. I don't know. He's in our aisle. He's in our aisle. I don't know. It's a smile. No, Everyone Brady. I'm greeted with a smile. You know why? Because they're like, maybe if I'm nice to him, he'll just keep walking. Smile at the big guy. Hi. Is this seat taken? Mm, no. Rarely does that happen, Joe. What? Because I'm always first on. That's smart. Yeah. You're one of the first guys because you don't like that feeling. You've learned from being in the C or D group. That miserable look of people saying, don't sit next to me. It's an awful thing. We were at, uh, we were on our way to Vegas. We were sitting in the airport bar like you know down where the southwest airlines is there's that one little yeah. bar there and uh there's a lady the next was like she just started talking with my wife and they're going back and forth and she's like i don't usually fly commercial i have my own personal plane mm-hmm. i hate it it's horrible she's from california 
and she's just going on about her personal plane. Right. Well, now she's on Southwest. That's exactly. That's back. why I told Lisa, like, we're walking to the... I, would she really be yeah. flying Southwest if she had a personal plane? Because that seems ridiculous. See, I would like to turn to her and go, you know who used to tell stories like this? Andrew Kunana. <laughs> you remind me of Andrew Kunana. Notorious serial killer gay Andrew Kunana. He lied about everything. I watched the special. He had a private plane, too, and then had to fly coach in Southwest. Mm-hmm. That would have been a great question for Lisa. And how did you end up on Southwest? <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. I would, I would have paid for her lunch. Here, let me get this. Times are clearly tight for you. <laughs> Why? Because you're on the cattle call airlines. I told Lisa, I was like, she probably just sits at the bar all day waiting mm-hmm. for people to come up to talk to them. <laughs> yeah. No one wants to talk to you on the plane. There's nothing worse. This lady in front of us on the flight back from Albuquerque was from Scotland, old woman. And the lady next to her, when, when they ordered drinks, she said, I'll have a tonic. She starts sounding like Mrs. Doubtfire a little bit. And I watched the lady sit next to her and turn. <gasps> Foreign person. And you can just see this lady light up. <laughs> Where are you from? Eastern Europe? Scotland, actually. Scotland. Oh. <laughs> All of a sudden, this lady's speaking like the queen. Whereas I believe, and I'm like, nobody, you were, what are you doing? I believe that children with autism, whereas therefore heretofore and such. <laughs> Lady, she's not English. How are thee? She's Scottish. They're filthy. You can talk to her like a hillbilly. What do you do? I work with children with autism, dear. Oh, really? Do you find that work interesting? And I wanted to hear, no, I hate all of them. They're all basically retarded. And when I say I work with them, I dig the holes we push them in. We're Scottish. We're a horrible people. What a wonderful accent, whereas therefore heretofore. You're all the English words I'm using? I'm not English, dear. I'm a horrible, filthy, muddy Scot. Racist and cheap as the day is long. She calls her husband over. Listen yeah. to this woman. Come to me. Listen to the example of Scotland. <laughs> yes, stare at me like a zoo creature, you piece of <laughs> I work with autistic children, and they're much smarter than your wife, who is completely stupid. I see you brought some food on board. What is it? Oh, it's chinkies. I brought chinkies aboard just to prove how horrible and racist I actually am. Like all us Scots. Look under my fingernails. Years of dirt, dear, from digging in the mud to try to bury myself and forget that I'm Scottish. My question is, how can you tell when a person from Scotland is autistic? They're all that way. Oh, it's true. We're very stupid people. <laughs> you have a wonderful accent, I'll give you that. Yeah, I'd say it was just ridiculous. So, yeah, and then they started talking. You could tell the old Scottish lady wanted nothing to do with all the questions. Whereabouts in Scotland are you from? Whereas heretofore, therefore. Have you ever been, dear? No. I'm from a place called Edinburgh. Is it a large Scotland city? <laughs> you're, I kinda... you're retired. I've screwed up, like, when I'm drunk and I, foreigners are around me. Uh, I've, I've done some dumb things. Oh, we all do. Like, uh, there was that French couple on the cruise. I told you about it before. Mm-hmm. Like, where I, <laughs> I said, yeah, I'm from Arizona. It's in the United States. And they wanted to kill me. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's small, a small state in the U.S. of A. You know, southwest of the U.S. Yeah. 
Grand Canyon and such. <laughs> Big hole. <laughs> oh, really? That's wonderful. They have a hole in his head. <laughs> like the one Where in his are head. you frogs from? <laughs> Where do you people hail? We, we ask foreign people questions. We would like it with words we'd never use. From where do you hail? <laughs> um, from France. <laughs> oh, wine, cheese, Le Perry. Yes, these are things you find in France: <laughs> laundromats, clothing, people, hats. All the things you're going to mention, I know about. That Champs Eloise is really nice. That's I have great. never been. If I were to go. Where should I go? Oh, of course you should go uh, straight to L. Straight to L. Okay, where's that? Uh, you should die in a file. <laughs> Is that near Paris? <laughs> you can keep rolling yeah. through that. Oh, you, like most <laughs> Americans are oblivious to the idea that they're speaking to them like they're stupid. You speak another language. And they, we treat them like they're dumb. They speak two languages. We barely get the one out we've got. <laughs> I'll talk slowlier. Because you don't speak my English. Yes, because I am the dumb one. Well, of course. Go on. <laughs> what do you do in France besides stomp grapes? <laughs> yes, because we all do that every day for the amusement of America. <laughs> I put on a black and white striped shirt and I eat a baguette for a living. Do you know Jacques Cousteau? Do you go fishing with Jacques' family? Of course I do. We all do. We are all aboard. You are uh, uh, Pinhead. Is that French for fun? Mm-hmm. Of course it is. Yeah, I, I witnessed it firsthand. That lady lit up at the accent. I don't know why we have such an inferiority complex to other people from other countries where we feel the need to bother them, where people from other countries don't do that to us. When I've been in other places, I, they're not curious about us the way we're curious about them. Yeah, I find not it at all. fascinating sometimes. Right, because like, Americans well, do. We do. If well, somebody's got an feel, accent, I, I you bother them. You feel, um, well, it, you know, you're clueless, so you want to learn about them or... You don't. You, know, you want to relate to them because you know deep down they're... There's something about them that you feel inferior to. English people could be stupid and awful criminals, but that accent makes us feel like we need to speak differently. We need to ask them questions. They don't care. You can't help it. Except Ian. I know I'm better than Ian. Yeah. Well, it's Ian. I mean, he's buried himself here. <laughs> and you start looking at Ian's history, and it's like, man, you have you have really blown it. He's been around <laughs> like you were a big deal for a little while, and now here you are. Moe's lackey over at the gay station. I mean, that couldn't have been a goal. I love Phoenix. Yeah, you keep telling yourself. I hate London. Yeah, well, something happened to you there, that's why. Do you think he loved every city he was a DJ in? Or every he's uh, moved Probably, around. yeah. Yeah, just <laughs> because he has to, to, he convince, to him, convince himself he's happy. I, found, I find myself doing that with Janny, but my African friend is because that's so rare. Like he comes up and his story, like, you know, people who have watched other guys get eaten by hyenas, I want to know their past. I, I think that's something yeah. I'm interested in. Drinking their own pee. English people who never said it. Well, it's a problem we have with the foxes begin to eat us all. <laughs> oh, my God. Really? That's a thing? <laughs> Pulling us down from our horses. Come on. Yes. We'll be riding along occasionally and then a fox will eat your friend. Nigel!
Nigel's Sorry. down. We've lost Nigel to yet another fox. What what can you do? It's our curse as Englishmen. The hunted fight back. Yeah, we we just have no. And concept. you wonder why we wear stole. Yes, we have to. We, it's a battle. For a while, though, the English Empire had been taken over by foxes. You didn't know this because you don't know history. Open a book. Yeah. That was in that Wes Anderson movie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it is. It was. Yeah. Hey, it's a fantastic Mr. Fox. Is it a lot like that in England? <laughs> of course it is. You know, stupid American. Of course it is. In fact, most of our lives in England are very much like stop animation, Wallace and Gromit and such. Yeah. We're idiots. And I love watching. That's how they get that impression. I'm not above it. I do it, too. If I hear an accent, I get, uh, 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 I've been to Australia. We from New Zealand. That's close. Oops. Still got to talk about my experiences in your neighboring country. People on the bus next to me uh, for the Breaking Bad tour in Albuquerque were from Australia. And my brother-in-law tried to talk to them and then came out later. People next to me are from Australia, but they don't like talking. Like, yeah, because you're going to ask them dumb questions. They're tired of us at this point. Why are you here? I'm visiting America. Why, why Albuquerque? Well, you're seven years old. What are you bothering me for? Can I take a vacation? He has a lot of questions. Do you enjoy the United States? Well, I was. Until just now. Has your brother-in-law heard the impression of him? Uh-huh. I do it to him. <laughs> why do you say that, Marcus? <laughs> he doesn't get that that's what I'm doing. <laughs> Why are you talking to me like that? You've made him Napoleon Dynamite. He is Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> He's fun Napoleon Dynamite. What? God. No, I, I think Just that need we... to find him a La Fonda. Yeah, we do. <laughs> he had a La Fonda, ironically. I know. <laughs> she was a La Fonda. Even. Yeah. He was, uh... He's the kindest human being in the world. He's too precious for our... Our planet. He's a butterfly, and sometimes you just have to spread his wings and push him. Too nice. Just an, I want to see some anger and mean streaking in him, but he's not. I could never do that. I know. We need to go out and stab somebody just to give you a little street cred. Commit a crime. Uh, what do you got on the big board of musical treats? Hopefully an English band today. Uh, no. No Brits. Wake Up Song brought to you by ELOteam.com. If you want to list your home with us, get in touch with us. We can uh, help you sell your house. ELOteam.com. Great discounts available for military teachers, first responders. Oh, we got Testament up here. Souls of the Black, Slipknot. Veil of Maya, Overthrow. Why don't we do some Veil of Maya? Switch right. it up a little That's today. That's a deal. This guy says, he said, you couldn't be more right. I moved here from England 10 years ago. Do you know what English people never do to you? Your accent. Stop it. <laughs> it we do that too. Oh, hello, governor. Pip, pip, cheerio. <laughs> Yeah, great. Thanks. Nice to meet you. So, mm, bit of the old knob knob on the gobble gobs. We don't say that. That's not a thing. Don't, don't. Stop it. Bit of the old dippity do and the old poop shoot. No, not a thing. You're just saying words. Yeah, Ian said that all the time. He goes, it's, it's frustrating. And now I do it to him on purpose. Hello, Ian. How are you? Doing well, love? Right, you're doing the accent again. Mm-hmm, yes. Bit of the old gob-gob and the old tippity-taps. <laughs> we don't say that. Mm? Well, he can just do the American accent back to you. He can't. Because you look at me, that's terrible. Yeah, he's pretty bad. No, he's actually not. Because he, well, he just says, God damn it. That's all we say. <laughs>
These goddamn kids are goddamn it. The lady in Australia said, I said, do an, uh, they won't do it. When I was in Australia, they won't do the American. We're constantly doing it. Like, get I. We take on I'm their vernacular. I'm always amazed by actors that, you know, oh, it's pretty awesome. English. And they're, you yeah. know. They're good at it. Yeah. Like, the ones that are good at it are good at it. But you go to Australia and, and every American starts saying what they say. When they come here, they don't, you know, they're not going, sap dudes. They don't do that. They don't. They do it as a no, joke. No, they'll, they'll pick up on, um, we you land. to say y'all. Okay. But you know, very like the real. Rarely. We land, we start saying what they say. G'day, oh, mate. Yeah. How about a little Vegemite? And we're like, ugh, God. Uh, one lady, I said, you know what I've noticed? None of you do the accent back at me. She goes, and she just shook her head like, no. And I'm like, would you? And she goes, I've got uh, cousins up in Washington uh, State, and uh, the, my nephews have an American accent. I'm like, what do they say? And she always, she, it was great, because all we did is say, hi, Aunt Nan, how are you? Would you like my new Nike shoes? And I started laughing. I'm like, we're just product whores. Very, very into what you wear. Here's my new Nike shoe. My footwear. Sneakers. <laughs> and I'm like, wow. We got to sound like morons. Because all I've been doing is walking around your country going, good eye, bloke. How are you doing? What a little Tucker. Who wants up for Tucker? They hated me. They hated me. <laughs> I just took a Grogan. Yeah. I had a guy in the bathroom. The wife's gutted rabbits broken. No sex for me this month. Great. Do you want a scone or not? It's Starbucks, mate. You're at Starbucks. Right out. Just thought I'd relate on an Australian level. Did you get drunk at any of their bars and oh, start doing plastered. that? They probably so, uh, to I, well, kill you. You're lucky you got out of there. Megan sounds like she's mentally retarded when she tries an accent, which is great because it just sounded like I'd, I'd had abducted a mentally challenged Australian. So she would say, Oh, my name's Megan, and I'm Australian. And I'd make her add on, and also retarded. And she would do it. But we would talk to the waiter as an Australian until he would either catch on or not. I got kind of good at it to where people were asking me for directions, and I'd just lead them around downtown Sydney, having no idea where I was. Americans would excuse me, where is the the Queen Elizabeth Mall? All oh, right, you want to go down here, make a molly duke, turn up there? One street up, two streets over. Thank you very much, bloke. Good eye, mate. And walk away. And Megan's like, do you know where the mall is? No idea. I think I could be dead in an alley in an hour. I have no idea what I just did. <laughs> I was giving directions out. I love that. Somebody asked me for directions in New Mexico. Where's the Civic Center? One street up, one street over. Thank you. Sure. You don't know where that is. I have no idea where that is. I think it just didn't do a crack house. That's I hope a, I did. That's a dick move. Yeah, oh, it's a huge a dick good move. Chance. I love it. Yeah, I love it. Got I bloke, but they never do it to it's us. Your fault, you don't have Google Maps for God's sake. Right in this day and age, if you're asking for directions, you deserve it. <laughs> you go up one and one over, and then ask that guy. Huh? There's a guy over there who knows where the Civic Center is. One street up, one street over. Was he old? Uh, yeah, late fifties probably. And you know what the best part is? As we turned the corner to our hotel, maybe 17 to 20 steps later, the Civic Center was across the street. <laughs> I sent him the wrong way, but literally, like, right where our cars are parked right now, if you'd have turned the corner, there's the Civic Center. I was dying. Like, Google Maps right. is a wonderful thing. extra walk in. It was so close. Anyway, I don't care about him or his family. <laughs> Welcome to KOB News. Tonight, a lost man in downtown Albuquerque killed by ravenous meth heads. Simply searching for the Civic Center. <laughs> I've been around this block ten times. Just throwing M&Ms in my mouth. Hey, that's the dude what asked me where the Civic Center was. He 
He's missing. Oh, that's too bad. I'm going to call. Hey, missing persons? I saw the guy that was looking for the Civic Center. Yeah, where was he? It's like 17 feet from the Civic Center. I sent him one block over, one block up. Why would you do that? This is hilarious. He was abducted by Indians and meth heads. Well, it's Albuquerque. That's going to happen. Uh, let's do it. Which one are we doing? Veil of Maya. Veil of Maya. Overthrow. Right. Fire it up, kids. Uh, it's Veil of Maya. It's your wake-up song. It's 98 KUPD. Overthrow. Ah, it's the bodies right there. Drowning pool. It's 714 in the morning sickness. And before we get right into that Brady report, someone named Geneva Maddox. A little tough for me to get through without cussing. Ex-wife's name and all. Emails and says, oh, my God, I was laughing so hard while you were telling the story about giving people fake directions. It's terrible. I accidentally give those bad directions out all the time. It's part of being a woman, I guess. I gave someone wrong directions in Arizona, and I used to live where she wanted to go, but accidentally sent her the opposite direction because I got twisted. Worst part was she was trying to find the hospital. I hope she didn't miss saying goodbye to that special someone. I don't think I could do the fake direction thing. If someone's like, please, where's the hospital? All right, it's one block over, one block up. <laughs> Have fun with that. You got no balls, man. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it I could do that. doesn't matter. I don't think I could do that one. <laughs> Please tell one. me where the hospital is. Sure, I know exactly where that is. Take two streets over, go down one. A little red building with a cross on it. You can't miss it. Thank you so much. You, you've saved a life today. Okay. <laughs> I gave that guy. I don't know where the hospital is. Geneva, you're horrible. How many times have I said that in my life, huh, Brady? Geneva, you bitch. How dare you give those terrible directions out? Say it with me, Phoenix. What a bitch Geneva is. This is fun. I haven't done this in a long time. Random hate. Not random. Her name's Geneva. It's just making the whole city shout it out. Boy, that Geneva sure has smelly genitals. Say it with me, all of Phoenix. Sorry, Geneva, you're... I may be... You gotta um, change your name. Yeah, you gotta change your name if you wanna keep emailing with me. Just BJ. Yeah. Or G. BJ. I like BJ. <laughs> BJ. Yeah. BJ. Or in most Geneva's cases, her nickname would be Sloppy. <laughs> really? Was Sloppy? No. She was pretty good at it. But just in hindsight now, you start getting mad. You, just, you, know, you pick the two or three times it was lazy, and those are the ones you remember most. That's what divorce does. It highlights all of the old bad times. Ah, you dwell on the bad. You do. You really do. Isn't that true, Richard? You like you never think back of all the good times with Don. You only think all the things you hate about her. Wait a minute. We had good times? Well, no. You, I guess I'm asking the wrong guy. <laughs> Wait a minute. What is that? I used to give you a great bridge. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. No. I'll kill it off. Tell the world. Once on a first date, maybe. Man. First date. And that was it. Well, that's why you proposed. No yeah, wonder. Exactly. You were you were I under her. I think I love her. Yeah. This is going well. Take your pants off. Uh, it's been a while since you had one of those. It's like a dog with a chew yeah. toy. It, did it squeak? You can't marry the girl that gives bad BJ's. Not on the first date. You can't marry the girl that gives bad. I said there was not another one. Oh, <laughs> she locked you down on one. <laughs> you, can't, you can't marry the yeah. girl that's never well, doesn't give me. Well, but BJ. that's the thing. On the yeah. first date, she's like, she's willing to do this in the first date. We're just in a little drought here. Yeah. And after a year, you're It'll like, okay, back, I right? got fooled. I It'll got fooled. Back. It's I like got... the teacher strike, Eric. You think it's going to be unfrozen at some point, right? <laughs> and yeah. it never comes back. It's like a slot machine that pays you on the first pull. You yeah. hang around there a little longer yep. than you normally would. This thing paid me right away. I mean, it's good luck. She had loads of cash in her hands. She had loads of stuff in her hair too. 
<laughs> what about, uh, yeah, first date? You don't marry a girl who blows you the first date either. No, well, there was a little breakup in the middle of there in Toledo and then came back hoping oh, yeah. for the BJ again. See? <laughs> <laughs> so it was the second first date. So there are a few red flags. Yeah. Oh, please. Yeah, but that's the thing now. divorce does. I was like, Doug, I had my own flag store, too. Yeah, the best thing about divorce is it makes you see all the flags you ignored the yep. first time. That's all you think about. You think about all the times that, you know, it's like, oh, that could have been fun. It wasn't for her. It's true. You never think back, man, we really had a nice time then. And when you do think of all the good times, you conveniently erase that person from them. Yep. And it was your good time. Yep. It's weird. It's a mental game you play with yourself. Divorce is awesome. Uh, yeah, immediately do it. If you're not divorced yet, you got to go through one. It's so much fun. Second time sticks most of the time, unless you're crazy. Uh, Brady, it's time now for you to give us all the news only Brady knows. Brought to you by our friends at Hooters. Brady reported. Good Tuesday morning to you, Phoenix. Hello, world. Hi. A couple of Tuesday fun facts. After medical students work on cadavers, it makes them hungry. Well, yeah, it's Not neat. because of the weird cannibalistic cannibalistic urges. It's mm-hmm. because of the formaldehyde. It increases your appetite. Is it formaldehyde or for, formaldehyde? Formaldehyde. Formaldehyde. I've never known. Yeah, it is formaldehyde. I think I'm saying it the wrong way the whole time. There were six World War II casualties in the continental U.S. No kidding. Japan sent about 9,000 balloon bombs towards the U.S. Neat. One of them made it... To Oregon, exploded and killed six people. Because who's afraid of balloons? I'm not really neat. Neat. Well, no. It, well, after a, yeah. if, while they're coming at you, you're thinking yeah. this is beautiful, and then you catch one and you realize, oh, dirty chaps. <laughs> I bet you that was the last thing many Oregonians said. All nine of them. Oh, these balloons—they're fantastic. Look, Kyle, I've got one for you. Ah, oh, dirty chaps. <laughs> Nine people's final words in Oregon in the 40s was dirty Japs. <laughs> and it went from complete serene, peaceful moment. Look at There's like balloons coming towards the coast. It's gorgeous. What a wonderful picnic. <laughs> Catch one, Caden. Catch one. He's got... Oh, nuts. Dirty Japs. Oh, we blew up Caden. Send him more balloons. It's working. We got one. They chase a balloons like a children chase a babos. So the other 9,000. Uh, we need more balloons. Oh, I don't know if these have been invented yet, but Americans that chase a balloons are like a cat to chase a razor right. No such a thing as a razor right yet. Oh, but wait. So much fun with a cat. Over 8,000 blew back on the island. Oh, no, no, no. A rock of balloons. Don't touch them, dirty chaps. I told you. Ah, hero, why you touch that balloon? Tiny flies pollinate cocoa trees. So without flies, there wouldn't be chocolate. No. And without there wouldn't be flies. It's the circle of life. So there's a new theory on why most people get along with their co-workers. Coffee goggles. Uh, I thought necessity. Similar to beer goggles. According to the study out of the University of California... Coffee goggles make you think people are better than they actually are. Researchers say that when people drink coffee before a conversation, it helps them focus, makes them feel more positively about the people they're talking with. So that means we'll probably get more work done. I drink tea, so the reason I think my coworkers are better is tea bags. (laughs) 
tea goggles. No, tea bag spray. Tea bagging my coworkers with my eyes. Can that be your opening line? Yeah. Hey, would you guys like to tea bag right. with me? I also think that uh, my Native American and East Indian coworkers are better than the white ones because I wear Indian goggles. Look it up. A new survey asked people if they'd be willing to take their dream job if they knew they were getting paid less than someone else that was doing the same job. Sure. And just to add to that important 2018 twist, the person is the opposite sex. You're oh. doing the same job, your dream job. The well, other, per- the I mean, other person the opposite sex is getting paid more than My you. particular incidence here would be taking a job doing what I'm doing right now for less than mo. Yeah. So, no, I wouldn't do that because I'm 60- much more qualified <laughs> and better at working. 65% of men and 55% of women say they'd still take the job. Maybe at first, but eventually I would outshine her, clearly, uh, because, come on, and they would eventually pay me more. So, wow. after, please, that's, you know, you too. You're the same. Come on, you're not. I know, but I don't say it. No, you're not, you're not supposed to say it. That's what makes me a little different than most, but I will say it. Mo has no chance. We're all on the same team, John. I know. Oh, no, no, no. This foursome, we're in the same team. Oh, okay. Mo can, uh... We're not the Avengers? No, no. I love Mo, but she's trying to steal my money with her show, so she can die in a breadline. Or do afternoons or middays like Ian does and get out of my hair. I don't care after that. You know when I realized that everyone feels that way? When Ian was doing mornings, Larry didn't care that we talked about Ian. But once Ian started doing middays and talking to us, Larry hated Ian. Like, oh, because he's on your... I see. Oh, you should understand where Larry's coming from. Do Larry still beats him, which makes it even better because he can trounce him, even though Ian's trying harder. It's great. <laughs> a 22 year old guy, it's great when you recognize that you're outshining another person and there's nothing they can do about it. it, just makes you feel good about how worthless they are, you know, right, Brady? Oh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I just wait for him to chime in on these things. I know this is just the worst possible display of humanity I could ever put out. <laughs> And he sits quietly. His Christian values oh, are coming geez, into play. Jeez, you're not supposed to say that about people. But I'm better than her. I'm a better human being than she is. Just better. Well, like, off the air, you think you're a better human oh, being? Oh, yes. She's got many, many problems. I'm much better as a person <laughs> than Mo. She's nice. I've set a high bar for her. She can't reach it. There's no way. Doesn't have the innate skills or abilities. All of us in this room, even Toledo would be here. It's, that's a fact. Mark Good luck. Toledo, you should do a morning show. Do that. Uh, the morning moderator. Do that miserable. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it would work. Do that people call in yep. and they moderate yep. their conversation. Yep. And you just basically slow them down or tell them, all right, any hey, questions. Hey, hey, hey. Let's hey, get hey. back right. on topic. Let's get back on what we're talking about here. God, that morning moderator keeps things in check. <laughs> yeah. Tighten it up. Brady, are you a better person than Mo? Oh, yeah. Yeah. He said it. He did it. You're going to have to apologize to the Jesus after that. (laughs) I will later. Just kidding around, Jesus. You know. Come on. Brady, as I've always said, I know jokes are fun so long as they don't hurt people. And I hate fags. Yeah, I know, Jesus. Thanks. You've always bring that up at the end. You've been telling me that for years. You constantly do the last line. Can't stand him, Brady. 
Mark Schwartz is from Forestville, California. He had a four-day jail sentence last week for a DUI. It's in the book. He was locked up on Thursday, set to be released on Sunday. Apparently, that much time inside was too much. Friday night, two days into his four-day sentence, he escaped. Ooh. Mark ran through the yard, scaled a fence with the uh, coils of razor wire, wire on top, cut himself up pretty badly, and dropped down the sweet, bloody freedom. He was caught less than <laughs> six hours later in a creek. The, uh, well, he's doing the full Andy Dufresne on this Yeah, one. he's trying to wash himself off, I guess. But the cops took him to the hospital. I'm sorry. Stitched him up. Now he's looking at a felony charge. Could get up to one year in prison. Where was he going? Say Watanejo. For sure. Looking what, for that tree. What was his name? Mark Schwartz. Have you guys seen the meme that's going around that has Jared and Bill Cosby and denim jumpers behind bars? Uh-uh. And it says... I don't know about you guys, but Shawshank 2 is shaping up nicely. <laughs> <laughs> I would watch that. I guess I just miss my friend. So do I, you see. Jared. John O'Donnell from Raleigh, North Carolina, broke into his female neighbor's apartment while she was sleeping over the weekend, and he stole one thing. A pair of jorts. Oh, uh, jean shorts. He's the, I don't know if it was a fetish thing. Or she's just uh, deliciously chubby that he figured, us oh, same size as me, I can get into him. He was shopping. Yeah, now he's facing a felony charge for first-degree burglary, and he's in jail right now on $50,000 bond over a single pair of jorts. Girl jorts. It's Frank Caliendo's brother. <laughs> it is Caliendo. <laughs> he broke into someone's home that he knows? Apartment, yep. And took neighbor. her shorts. Yeah. And she's the jean shorts. So he knew her. They yeah. weren't friends or anything, but well, they knew yeah. of each other. Yeah. And she's filing charges of Well, she didn't have to. The guy broke into the No, I know, but I mean like she could lighten it up and say, All right, he just I mean the the state will basically say it's breaking and entering, but did you say fifty thousand dollars for shorts? Yep. I don't think the juice is worth the squeeze. Not at there. all. No. I think you just go spend some money on some shorts. Was he smelling them? Yeah, that's what I think's going on. Dancing in them. Mm. I don't. You you put them on him. I don't think he ever put them on Brady. Yeah, I think he had his nose buried in jort crotch or trotch. I don't know how it works. Trotch, <laughs> Jordash. There's some foodie news. Oreo has rolled out three new flavors. Kettle corn. Ugh. Weird. No. Cherry cola. No. Cherry cola might not be bad. No. No, because we had that red. You can't dismiss it all. The birthday cake one was amazing. Oh, yeah. Red velvet was birthday ridiculous. Cake was, red velvet anything is all right, awesome. Well, we poo-pooed all the Oreo flavors until we ate oh, a couple and we're like, cola. oh. No, no, cherry cola cherry, uh, would no. just basically be cherry and chocolate. That's not bad. And pina colada. No, that's, I don't want coconut anything. That makes me sick. I'll give you maybe the cherry. Maybe. Cherry maybe, cola. Maybe. But I'm. It is stretching it. We are going to a point, but I, I crapped all over Oreo, switching the flavor until I had that birthday cake one and I almost pooped. That was amazing. Limited oh, yeah, time. You did get poop, up, I'm sure. We were wide pooped it, and I would have I smelled it just to make sure if it was clean, I was going back in for more. I would have recycled those Oreos. They were unreal. Another foodie story Domino's Pizza has a deal. Um, if you're a store owner and you have a monster sales month, the manager gets a Rolex. 
And back in the 80s and 90s, that Rolex included a big Domino's logo right oh. there on the watch face. Classic. One of those Rolexes from 1989 is going to be auctioned off at Christie's next week. 35 G's. 5,000. Oh. Christie's Cabaret? Yep. Wow, that's a Not Christie's Auction House, but yeah, the strip club. Because it's a Domino's Rolex. Nobody wants that in an auction house. Did you see what I bought at the auction house, love? It's a Domino's Rolex. <laughs> Evidently, the middling manager had a monster sales month in late 87. They rewarded him with this beautiful piece of jewelry. I wonder if the one guy had the, sold the most brownies at one time has the Noid on it. or. Pardon me, squire. I couldn't help but notice. Are you wearing a Domino's Rolex? It's <laughs> quite wonderful. Keeps wonderful time. Every 30 minutes it dings and a pizza arrives. You should bring back the Noid. The Noid was great. Avoid the Noid. <laughs> the problem with it was, Domino's was promising at the time to not deliver pizzas that would annoy you because the cheese was stuck to the top of the box. But that's all Domino's used to deliver Wait, to you. That's the Noid's backstory. Avoid yeah, yeah, the Noid. You're going to be. Before the little plastic thing yeah. came in, it was that was. I can't remember. I was a child. The yeah. Noid was you being annoyed. So you can't be annoyed with a Domino's pizza because you won't open it up and find cheese all over the box. That's all you found. Cheesy box. So you had to avoid the Noid being ah. annoyed. Yeah. It's kind of a, a long way to go. But what they could Some have done... marketing genius sat in there. Yes, yeah, hey, I got an idea. <laughs> you know who hates things? You know, people like, they're annoyed. Like, what if we separate those annoyed? And annoyeds are a real thing. And when they're in your life, you are annoyed. Uh-huh. A lot of coke back there. Whatever. <laughs> Why do you guys just keep looking at your watches? Ah, we're rolling in sales right now. Rolexes, baby. It's a $50 million campaign. Look, Let's look do it. it. Just whatever that guy's talking about with the whole Noid yeah. thing. They're all high as hell. And that way, the, the, when the cheese sticks to the top of the box, you'll you'll have annoyed. You'll be annoyed. Get it? I'd yeah, love to whatever. see the pre-sketchings of, of the, the Noid. Yeah. The initial this characters is, that they came up The Noid should have grown out of a box opening and the cheese sticking to the top. and Like just some sort of demon that came off the pizza. Thank you, John. I feel yeah. like I learned something important. I helped you out there. I didn't you know didn't the backstory well, of the Noid. And that was the problem with the Noid. 90% of America's too stupid to have figured it out. So, like, what the hell's a Noid? Eric? Oh, yeah. I did you have the Noid? I don't know. I think I did. <laughs> he was a little bandit. It's weird. But, yeah, the Noid was... Uh, now, if they brought him back, and be like, hey, everybody, Domino's Pizza's bringing back the Noid. And the Noid would have to go, here's the deal. <laughs> Pizza cheese sticks at the top of the box. You become annoyed. That's where I step in. I'm annoyed. Get it? So when, but I spell it with N-O-I-D. We don't even spell it the same. Old school. Bring back the Noid, Spuds McKenzie. It's too hard. You don't want to bring back Spuds McKenzie's Dustin Bones. I would get a That'd new be a tough one. one. Oh, and new Spuds. Yeah. That never works. Besides that, he's a staff shirt. Pitbull, I believe it's. You know no, what? He's the other way. He's the. Uh, he's an American. Or I don't remember no, what he was. He had the, the pointy uh, nose. Yeah. Patents what? They don't have them. any anymore. What? Well, the bottom the line is, you really don't want to mix pitbulls and beer. It's not an American tradition anymore. <laughs> it's not. I think the pitbull so people bull are terrier. like bull terrier. There you go. But he's in the he's in the pitbull category. Yeah. So people who have been attacked by pit bulls would start complaining. It's ah. too much of a complaining society to say, "Hey, have a couple beers and let your pit bull loose." 
When you say bud, there goes your child. He's been eaten by Spuds McKenzie on this boat of hot women. And that was another thing about the 80s, Eric. I don't know if you noticed this as a child. I was in my formative teen years when Spuds McKenzie came up. Spuds McKenzie was a beer-swilling dog that had sex with women. <laughs> Ladies loved him. <laughs> That was my they favorite part. Having oh, sex. absolutely! They were just hanging, they? No, he'd lay on his back on the yacht, and a lady would rub his belly, incredibly close to dog bits, going ooh. It was oh, it was a female because they couldn't show. Well, because they couldn't show a yeah, dick, yeah. but the the interpretation was, was, was it's a boy, and yep. he's killing it. Yep. Oh, bestiality. Spots. Let's drink and <laughs> the dog. When you say but, you then, said it all. But then Target is kind of taking it over too. With the dog with the yeah. circles. But at least he's not, you know, not, women aren't going, oh, target dog, let's. F I don't think they said let's out. They did. On the boat, no. they were basically grinding on. There was one where a lady was reverse cowgirl on spuds. <laughs> did you masturbate to the spuds? Oh, yeah. The ladies on the spuds thing? I've paused that commercial. They had them in bikinis and stuff. Spuds McKenzie's got a yacht full of ladies. He was Leonardo DiCaprio of 1986. <laughs> Oscar Meyer just made a free cryptocurrency. You can buy some or get some Baycoin. Wait a minute. They're making their own currency? Yeah. yeah that's a new thing now. People are just inventing currency. You get it through social media, but the Baycoin is worth uh, 28 slices of bacon, which is about two packs of uh, Oscar Meyer bacon. Are you clearing a room in your house for the Baycoin? Better get some Baycoin. Better get a safe. Yeah. Because when the apocalypse happens... People are going to be paying in bacon. <laughs> you got your guns, yeah. your Baycoins. Invest in, in lead and Baycoins. <laughs> I have four Baycoins. <laughs> yeah. So? I remember I was uh, that gold. We talked about that when I had that gold, and that one accountant told me, you do realize that what you're saving that for. I'm like, what? For the apocalypse, right? For, like, if money crashes, you'll have a commodity? I'm like, yeah. What happens the first time you show up to buy something with gold? I don't know. I'll get that thing. And he goes, nope. Everyone will know you have gold. You're going to get killed. Yep. I'm like, oh, my God. I've got to get rid of all this gold. His other advice was that if you have gold. I didn't even think of that. You're right. You need water and you need bullets. That guy yeah. over there has He's gold. Right. If you have gold, then you better invest yeah, in invest lead. Yeah, invest in lead. Buy lead with your gold because you're going to need it. Once they find out you've got gold, you're going to be the target. I'm like, holy crap. You'll be spending all your time trying to protect Defending it. my gold with the bullets that I have to buy with gold. It's a vicious cycle, so I got rid of all that nonsense. I'll just be poor. Right. You know what? Why am I fighting so hard to stay in this miserable country? I have to shoot people who can't. It's like zombie horde invaders and the water's bad. If anybody ever told you, like, you got to get some water and some bullets in order to survive in the future, you're like, you know what I'm going to check out today? It doesn't sound fun. Survival's not that important to me. We'll end it with a wild world. All right. Do it. Well, Mark. Yeah. Hello, my yeah, friends. I usually do the music. Hello, my friends. I'm Brady Bogan. This is your wild, wild world. We usually climax together. You're talking about heaven. Yeah. This photographer was on the Florida Gulf Coast, captured a shot of a osprey carrying a tiny shark in its talons, mm. and the shark had a fish in its mouth. Oh, a circle of life again. Yes. Pretty cool. And the fish had a smaller fish, which had a tadpole, which had an amoeba. And that was the beginning of man.
and the amoeba had a dinoflagellate. <laughs> it just goes all the way back to the sides of the Grand Canyon. That's pretty neat, I guess. I really am more impressed that ospreys hunt sharks. I didn't know that. And you have to take that back to the nest and try to feed that to little osprey? A shark? Tear it up. Biting? (laughs) Jesus. I want the Planet Earth 3 in an osprey nest ASAP. That sounds incredible. Do we not have video of this? Just uh, all I have is the still shot pictures. Uh I do have a... We'll end it on a, a video, oh. a wild oh, world video. Gosh, I thought we were doing. Um, this is a, a zoo in England. It's a hairless chimp. Hey, 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 buddy. <laughs> hey. Yeah. You're no different than me. This guy's different. It's it's the Holmberg chimp. Uh, okay. Yeah, it's what <laughs> I guarantee. It's not going to be too far off here. It is in one capacity. Tongue. Thanks, Brady. <laughs> yep. Wait to beat into that one. <laughs> wow. I didn't really no. Know. Just oh, sweet this. Jesus. He's ripped, though. Oh, my God. Look at that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, this is the greatest. Whoa. Oh, look at that. Yeah, then my balls are the same. That's the one. <laughs> He's got bigger testicles, but similar. This is the most incredible. Yes. He's got alopecia. Can he be in the sun? The other ones don't want anything to do with him. Look, they're running. Yeah, of course they are. This is like me at a bar. Those must be the female chimps. They talk to him. He he says he still gets a haircut every six weeks. They're having their Me Too movement. That's the Bogan chimp. Look at the muscle tone on this guy. Yeah, he doesn't even work out. No. He's just being chimp. Imagine if you got him some weights. Oh, holy cow. Does he have a goiter, too? What is that? Yeah. Oh, wow, yeah. Poor fella. Yeah, to be hairless and with that yeah, weird can, neck man, thing. Man, there is no monkey god. <laughs> <laughs> That's just fascinating. I feel I need to befriend him as a brother of hairlessness, but I have a feeling that would end ugly. He looks giant... like he'd be friendly. No, he doesn't. No, no. He's got a chip on his shoulder, Brady. I'm going to go A chip him. on his shoulder? What? He's all muscle, Yeah, he's all muscle. Look at his neck. Yeah, he's got a little thing. They can't operate on that? I mean, the physique on this guy is ridiculous if it weren't for that goiter. It's like a pelican. Good Lord, if I'm the sons, I'm signing that guy. Put a t-shirt and some shorts on him, nobody's going to know. Slap high fives with that guy. Take your hand off. (laughs) He can leap. And another maniacal dunk by the strange beast, the sons of Sai. He's incredible. Al, what do you think of the son's new mascot? Is it bad that I feel like I need to go to the gym after watching that? Yeah, you're shamed. He is ripped. That's impressive. All right, well, that's one of the most strange videos I've ever seen, Brady. Thank you. I'm Brady Bogan, and that's your wild, wild world. Okay. Video. Crazy. That's definitely something you want to take a look at. I didn't know they had those alopecia chips. I've never seen one. Do they? Was it's it a now. was it a ape or what was it? Uh, chimpanzee. Jim? Okay. I thought chimps were skinnier than that. Take the hair off. They have some. The greater chimpanzee, I think, is the larger one. Look like those guys in those weightlifting contests. It's huge. <laughs> Man, I gotta get to work.
so much like us. And those balls. One was lower than yeah, the other. One was so big it was taking up more real estate. The other ball had to ride on its back. Had to piggyback. Maybe he had two sets. One on the, below the chin. Oh, those balls were so big they were up in his neck. I don't think that's... Yeah, tell that to his face. Accurate in that. You think you got a nutsack hanging off of your chin? <laughs> you get a punch in on him, Eric? Uh, no. Hey, Caesar. Nice haircut. I could take that ostrich down. There right. is no monkey god. <laughs> Caesar's talking to me with his big dumb nut chin. You. I can't talk to you. Human beings. I've ruined everything. Why don't you have any hair? How does he get your ass kicked by a chimp, Brady? Why are you staring at my neck? You want some sunscreen, Caesar? <laughs> You're different than all the other monkeys. Not a monkey. Whatever. You're fun. Enjoy your cage. Do you like those Planet of the Apes movies? They're underrated. They they're cool. incredible. I haven't seen the last really? one. The new ones? Oh my god, really? they're good. They really the first one's a little like hmm because you're you're kind of turning a side eye to Caesar. So, well, that second one comes along, and they start battling and the it's bored and the it's good. Like there's some depth to that thing. Yeah. Andy Serkis is ridiculously good. Yeah, so did I. Surprisingly liked it a lot, and I think it's because I had a low bar. I just like this is gonna be dumb. Planet of the Apes is dumb. It isn't. It's pretty cool. I love Caesar. He's great. When he first talked in the first one, like, oh, don't make him talk yet. This is dumb. Man, now he's got full vocabulary and stuff. He's pretty, pretty sweet. And not all of them can talk. You know what's great about it? You root for the monkeys. Yeah. yeah there's no, there isn't a minute of that movie where you feel like the human should Well, in, the la in War of the Planet Apes, you really root for him. Oh, yeah. Because Woody Harrelson's such a dick. Yeah. Poking them and whipping them all the time. It's terrible. If I can get them whipped, I'll be back in a second. Caesar's just such a badass. Got scars all over his back. He's planning a breakout. Good stuff. Anyway, you can see it on uh, radio video on our Facebook page because that's him. I wonder if it was a plan. All right, apes. I'm going to shave off all my hair to look more like them and blend. You've got a goiter, dude. I know. We're working on it. So you need to find a good plastic surgeon. Yeah, I got to get out there and get that Kardashian surgery. Good luck, man. I'm keeping my hair. Uh, it's 7.45. There you go. That is your Brady Report, brought to you by Hooters. It's 98 KUPD. There you go. Seven dust. It is black. It's uh, 7.57 in the morning sickness. And noticing it, uh, it's big wig day. A lot of the, the corporate superstars are coming in here. And I've uh, noticed Larry looks very nice. Uh, corporate superstars, don't fool yourself. He never looks like this normally. Uh, Bruce just came in. The part national sales guy comes in. He's got his hair freshly shorn. Well groomed. He's no longer in his tattered rags. He looks very nice today. And I often wonder, I've never been a CEO or a CFO or COO, and I probably will never be one. Is it something I would walk in and go, my God, Larry looks great today. Do they even notice? Well, if he, if he was in a t-shirt and jeans, would... Would I think less of it? Yeah, that's what I mean. Would it be like, wow, he does a great job just like being completely me. hideous looking. Yeah. <laughs> Look at that. Trip's pulling into that giant Jeep. Anyway, sorry. Caught me out. Uh, yeah, so I often wonder that if, uh, if it's dressing up for CEOs. I've never done it. Nobody's ever told me, you look like a slob. Pick it up. Never had a CFO or well, COO do that. When you worked at uh, Tony Romans, you probably had to 
straighten up the restaurant. As a manager, yeah. well, here's the fun part. As a manager, I used to wear the. It was required to wear the nice shirt, clip on shirt and tie. I wore ties. I know how to. I could dress in a tie. And the thing, but I would get tired of my hair being the whirlwind, you know, whirling dervish that was my hair at the time. And I would wear hats because I was stupid and young. <laughs> So there were times when managers and bigwigs would come Generic in. Generic hats or no, what? like baseball caps. With your team on it? Yeah, Cubs hats and stuff. Or just, you know, a hat. And I would forget that I had that on as the manager. They didn't have Tony Roma hats? They did. I'm sure I popped a couple of those on occasionally when the when the tornado got out of hand up top. And I'm like, well, there's nothing I can do about this. Got to cover that up. For sure, when the manager's there, you're wearing a nope. Roma's hat. Totally. No, no, no. Oh. You, uh, you weren't supposed to wear hats as the manager. you imagine if... A guy in a suit and a hat's walking around. He looks crazy. That thing's strange. It's a look. very odd look. It's like very weird. And uh, so I would do that, and I would forget. And the managers would, the big wigs would come by and go, "Would you take the hat off, please?" I'm like, "Oh, geez, I forgot. Sorry about that." And then they would go, "Would you please put the hat back on immediately? What is wrong with your hair?" So much, so very much. And All retail the managers, and yeah. restaurants, you gotta, you gotta kind of clean up. You gotta and, dress. The, you gotta wear the proper outfit. But if, right. if Larry wore his Pearl Jam t-shirt today, I mean, we are a rock station. Yeah. I just thought, I don't, I don't know if anybody you ever get noticed. get away with it. Does anyone notice? Is it noticed? And is Larry sad when they don't notice? Larry wore his nice clothes today. I want to thank Larry for dressing like a big boy today. He's wearing his big boy pants. That's nice. They noticed. They noticed. Would you do it, John, if you got the... a job like that? I probably... Well, like, if I was a lot of... program director? Like, no, if I was a program director, I'd dress the same. Because I would feel weird. Larry likes dressing up for men. See what I did there? When important men come in a room, Larry likes to be on display and very dressed up. It's a show of respect. Is it? Yeah, I think that's, that's what it's is it? supposed to be, I guess. <laughs> Isn't it more? But is it respect if they yeah. don't even know that how you right, normally yeah, dress? Yeah. Isn't it uh, disrespectful that you're lying to them by pretending to be something you're never that way the rest of the year? You just basically lie when they're here? It's disrespectful. Well, you're not uh, lying about it. Mm-hmm. You're saying, you know what, I'm going to, out of respect, I'm dressing up for you guys. Brady is presenting a false image. You're not lying? How is that? That's lying. You're not lying by saying you're you're being respectful. How's that lying? Because all the other times, then so he doesn't respect yeah. us. Yeah. That's why he dresses down around us. Yeah. Okay, that's I can see that. I, I, that's, right, I, I could possibly be the answer. Right. I guess it yeah. could be the answer. Okay. Not as much. I don't need to respect you as much. I don't. I don't respect you at all. Right. If I dress this way. Well, we should be dressing up for him, shouldn't we? Is that how? So what you're saying is, yeah, we should normally, when we find out Larry's coming in, all go in the bathroom and primp. That's if we respect. <laughs> yes. Him. yes. Right. Well, we don't. Yeah. Right. So we don't. Therein lies the rub. So like, when Trip comes in and goes, "Tomorrow's a big day. I'll be there at nine, eight fifteen, eight thirty. The four of us go in there and blow dryers and makeup." <laughs> Gotta look good for the man. We don't. If it was required, you know, if he's, if if Trip came in and said, "Hey, I would like you guys to put on something nice because yeah. the uh, the big brass is coming in town," yeah, we probably would do it. I I would wear this. What's wrong with what I have on right now? Is this not nice? You're it's, bullying. You know what? You're really not. See, now I'm, I'm having trouble with my deodorant oh, and candy Wow. Oh. It's I've got this old spice that's not cutting it. Oh, it yeah. smells great. The high endurance. Oh, yeah. It smells great, but it stops it nothing. So I've got these big pie plates under my arm. That's the only thing I'm concerned about. They, they think I'm nervous around them. I'm not. Keep I'm your just, arms down. I'm sweating like a pig. <laughs> and don't high five them. Hey, yeah. what's up, Bessler? 
Keep them Ugh. tight like you're Michael Flatley. Yeah. A robot. Yeah, I'll do some little river dance introductions. Yeah, I always wonder that, though, the CEOs. They don't really care. It's so it's such a strange thing. Cause I used to work at Office Max. We'd have to clean everything. Like, yeah. yep. just hardcore clean. We, Make we actually work like it never looked. overnights just to do it. it they, it's supposed to be a popping, but they actually tell you when yeah. they're coming. Yeah, yeah they show you're, up. You're putting Rock Ridge up. I know. Yeah, it's, 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 so all so, it's all such a lie. So just to uh, Drew and David... I guess Tristel Gregg's here, we too. We pledge not to. We pretty much promise you this is never how this place looks. <laughs> Again, I remind you that this is all a show, and these people are slobs. But from where we came all year from. Long. And that's what you bought. You couldn't, you couldn't doll up. Guadalupe? Yeah. But it's the and people. We try. Stuff, right? yeah. Occasional steam yeah. cleaning. Well, would you, would you do it if Trip goes, Brady, I'm going to make him. I'm gonna, I should keep quiet and then just talk to Trip. Hey. Next time the big wigs are in, just have Brady. I talk to everybody. We're suiting up for the big wigs. Brady's in a suit. And you show up in a suit because you do it, because you're respectful. And then we all show up like this. What are you doing? Yeah, you guys didn't get to talk. Yeah, we didn't do it, though. Yeah. Ah, man. No, you couldn't do a joke. No joke, Tuxes. Don't be an idiot. I want a real legitimate suit out of you. Yes, sir. You'd be in Even when I was uh, in sales back the in the day, every once in a while I'd put on a tie, but I didn't wear a right. tie too often. But if they asked you to, you would. Yeah, on a I'm going to get tricked to do that. Damn it, I wish I'd have thought of that last night. Depends how much money was at stake, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because that's whoring. That's what hookers do. They put on extra <laughs> lipstick when the guy's got more money. That's basically what this is. That's why they ask you to clean up when you're uh, going to court. Right, you're trying to save your what own ass you, in that situation. Yeah, you want to look... You don't want to look like a criminal. No, just be yourself. No, you don't want to be yourself. That's why you're in court. That's what got you there. Yeah. Pretend to be something else. That's great court advice. Work advice, very strange. Pretend to be something else is very strange. Be everything you never are. Important people are coming. It's interesting. But bottom line is, my armpits are... I need a sponge. Bad. So the court particularly. Good luck to all of you. Clearly, you can moderate if anything gets out of hand. Excellent. I gotta go see if uh, any of the other morning shows dressed up. Oh, God. I don't think so. I don't know. No, I'm pretty sure there's still Van Halen shoes on at one of the other yeah. studios. That's true. The only time I ever noticed it, Drew told me he's like they had a guy in St. Louis who used to wear pajamas all the time, and that always caught his eye. I'm like so, pajamas, huh? That was not, a shtick, right? Yeah, no, but like if Larry came in in pajamas, would that be like, oh, that's good. the program director wears PJs to work? It would be different. But they were bragging about the PJ guy. Yeah, they liked it. Oh, yeah, so yeah. all the time that these guys are putting suits on, going, oh, I don't want to wear this. I wear the green one. Oh, I don't like the green one. or the blue one. And then all you had to do was put on a pair of PJs with airplanes on them, and they'd have been blown away. Maybe they brag about us. Like, There's this guy in Phoenix. He comes wearing T-shirts. Doesn't wear deodorant. Yeah, no deodorant. <laughs> and he's sweaty all the time. It's his mark, you know. It's, it's what awesome. he's so hot in Phoenix, he's like, screw antiperspirant. We're all sweating. Chubby sidekick wears a tux. Yeah. Weird. That's no way to talk about Toledo. Yeah. Uh, it's 8.05. All right, we got ourselves some stuff to give you. I do believe we've got some Marilyn Manson and zombie tickets that are coming your way in just moments. Get ready. We'll tell you how we give them to you next. It's 98. Sorry, I'm distracted by something because we talked about the Domino's Noid because we're timely. That's what we do. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we were all over the Domino's Noid this morning because, you know, Eric didn't understand it. And you had to explain to Southern Illinois what the Noid was. So I was the, a kid, man. I know, but trust me, none of your adult friends there knew either. That noid's funny. 
He keeps the darks away from our pies. No, that that's not what he does. Yeah, I know. They're going to make a Noid movie. <laughs> when I get done with my family sexually, I'm taking him to the picture show. So the Noid, I didn't know this, just suddenly stopped. Yeah, what's you no, yeah, curious? Nobody what knew. Stopped? So I was why like, did, well, yeah, why did the Noid go away? It was a wildly successful campaign. I mean, we still remember the Noid from people who grew up the Noid. Avoid the Noid. It's a great campaign. In, uh, was it 89? I can't remember the date. A dude named Kenneth Lamar Noid took people hostage in an Atlanta Domino's and demanded $100,000 because he was convinced that Came the owner a yeah, had a gun. 357 went in and held a Domino's, uh, like a location hostage with the employees because he was convinced that the owner, Tom uh, Monahan, had uh, started this campaign to make people avoid him. They avoid said avoid Kenneth the noise. He personalized Lamar. it to the point. He was a schizophrenic. He had all sorts of mental issues. And Domino's got new. And so, he, you know, the two people escaped. They put Kenneth Lamar Noid in a mental institution. And he killed himself in 1995, uh, later because he was bananas. But And didn't bring back the noise. Domino's basically said, mm, let's not do this anymore. Just because now it's not funny. Because a guy named Noid almost killed some uh, people at a Domino's over the campaign. So they felt like personally responsible for it. But he's been dead for like 23 years now. We can bring the Noid back. Yeah. It's uh, time heals all wounds. Yeah. And there's seven. Avoid the Noid. Not affiliated with Kenneth Lamar Noid. So, yeah. The junior. <laughs> junior. His son. Senior. Well, of course he had a lover and a child, Freddie. Yes, of course. And they named him. His namesake was for his crazy father. I want him to be just like his dad. I'm Kenneth Lamar Noid Jr. Oh, your dad. Yeah, yeah. My dad was the nutball that took Domino's hostage. Knock it off. But he goes into a Domino's, 100 grand, and a gun, and says he's going to kill these people unless they say don't. And they just said, you know what? It's not worth it. One dude. So it is true. One person can change everything. You just need a gun and a ransom note. Teachers, I'm looking at you. We can end this thing real easy. Do the Kenneth Lamar Noid. Dress up like I had the no Noid. Idea. That's crazy. I had no idea that that's how that ended. So there's a little, there's your tidbit of news today. Information that you've been clamoring for for the past 30 years, I've given it to you. You're welcome. Timely information handed over in a reasonable amount of time. No, it's not. Uh, it's 822. Uh, it is the birthday of Jamie Dornan. Who, they said? Yeah, this guy's more relevant than Noid. Than Noid. Uh, he's been the star of Fifty Shades of. Fifty Colors of Grey, Fifty Shades of Grey, Fifty Shades of... Off. He's like a Pittsburgh Paints. He's a wall at the, the, the paint store. I don't know what the, the last, last one. one. Freed. Freed. Fifty, 50 Shades, Shades of, Freed. of Joel Grey. Fifty Shades of Joel Grey, which is Cabaret. It's very good. Yeah. Fifty Shades of Zane Grey is in Payson, if you want to go see that. It's very good. Jennifer... Jennifer Gray, yes. 50 different faces of Jennifer Gray. That's actually a thing. Uh, but, James, of course, everybody knows the Fifty Shades movie as being horrible sex dirt movies. And nobody knows those better than Brady. So today, Brady will be reenacting scenes of sex from cinema. And you must guess Brady's passionate Fifty Shades of Brady acting display. Fifty Shades of Brady. He will reenact a sexual encounter from cinema 
You tell us what movie it is from. Famous movie sex scene. And Brady will be acting them out as best he can. And if you'd like help or would you like to cast us in these feature films of yours, you are the Polanski of this. Okay, Please, all right. by all means. This is your set. Uh, so if you want to play 585-9800, Brady will then uh, make you crazy. Fifty Shades of Brady coming up next. It's 98 KUPD. It's ACDC right there, Hell's Bells. 835 in the morning sickness. And uh, Brady, we'll leave it to you. You're the director. Is there a, a song that you particularly find sexy that will put you in the mood for Fifty Shades of Brady? Is there a, a theme? Richard! Anything that comes to mind. What's the thing? What, what would you put on right now? How about uh, a nice ragtime? Yeah, ragtime jams. Yeah. That gets Ronnie in the mood. Yeah, what song did you put yeah, on I to wanna, try to get Ronnie to going? That. A little ragtime, sexual ragtime. <laughs> ragtime tune. Do you have a song that you go to that Ronnie knows? Like, ooh, that's your sexual healing? Um, let's see. She likes, um, gosh, I'm blanking on the, uh, the band's name. Um, Sing us a little. That one. It keeps a good white person sex rhythm. Two and three and two. Oh, this is the sting. The movie yep. the sting. Yeah. One and two and one and two. I'm in you and one and two. Shuffle, shuffle. And swirl and swirl. Dip. And finish and sleep. Well, it might. Let's see if it throws people Is that out. ragtime? I was thinking that was... I kind thought ragtime, you need like a washboard or something. You gotta yeah, play that's like... That's just racist. You gotta man. play like things laying around your kitchen or laundry. Mm, no. Just poor people music. This is... I think that's... Uh, this is the heart of ragtime. More like bluegrass. Yeah. Playing the washboard yeah. in a bucket. <laughs> yeah. Jug bands. Jug bands. Jug bands. More hillbilly. Ragtime's just a piano. Stuff that you think Ken Burns would come on and go. In 1927, Negroes weren't allowed to play baseball. <laughs> it reminds me of a time when this country thought everything was great, but this is not sexy. Yeah, it's perfect for Brady. It's exactly what he needs. I like it. Uh, people on the line will be playing now Fifty Shades of Brady. Drastically destroying the sexual mood of what Brady's trying to describe to you. Ronnie likes uh, Enigma. That's the band. Oh, oh, really? Yeah. We all know it from that, uh, Boxing Helena. The, did you ever see the dirty, dirty oh. sex scene in Boxing Helena? You haven't Nigma? lived until you've right. masturbated yes. to Boxing Helena. No, you have not. You haven't lived with yourself the same since either, by the way. if you, Because uh, there's nothing better than Sherilyn Fenn. Young Sherilyn Fenn. Armless and legless in a box, naked. Connect with the... Uh... Mm. That's a ragtime enigma. fall asleep to this. Yeah, because you were just uh, masturbating to Boxing Helena. <laughs> we all do. Oh, that move. I gotta go for a little bit. This one's got me. Alright. <laughs> nice choice, Ronnie. Have you ever done Ronnie to this song? Yeah. Candles yeah. lit. <laughs> I don't picture this at all happening. <laughs> had it on before. The wind uh, whipping through the open window and the sheer curtains flying in the air. The we lightning crashes. Between this and SpongeBob yeah. cartoons. Well, you got that he kid. On, on you got that kid on the floor. You got to yeah. keep her distracted. Right. right. Keep her nested. <laughs> Turn up SpongeBob real loud. Yeah. Hey Kirby, look, SpongeBob Enigma. Are you ready, kids? <laughs> I can't 
Bob Square Pants. Sorry. I like the sponge, sexy SpongeBob that Brady has. All right. Oh, All right. All right. Here we go. What is the talking going on? All right. Here we go. Let's go to the phones and see if anybody can get Brady's sexy movies. In honor of Jamie Dornan's birthday, it's 50 Shades of Brady. Brady has sexy movie quotes in front of him from famous sex scenes in film history or just improv moments that will lead you to the movie. If you get a couple of them right, we'll get you on there. Unfortunately, the ladies do not want to get sexy with you, Brady. Yeah, what's going on? A sausage. A bunch of dudes called up. I'll let Brady talk dirty to me on the phone. It's free. Uh, Daniel, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Saving some money. Squidward. SpongeBob SquarePants. They've got to change that just once. Just have an X-rated SpongeBob. All right, here we go. Daniel, Brady will now get sexy. Fifty Shades of Brady begins... I know I don't talk. Hold on, wait. I know I don't talk in this movie, but I love eating fish dicks. And this will win Best Picture of 2017. Ooh. One more time. Sexier. Do it slower. I know I don't talk in this movie, but I love eating fish dicks. Oh, the only thing yes, I can think yes. of is that joke. Do you like fish sticks? Yeah, well, that's the joke. That's the. That's not the movie. <laughs> and this will win best uh, picture of 2017. Do you realize that your girl voice is still and it's you? it's forming. <laughs> there isn't a difference between your regular speaking voice and what you're doing right now. Yeah, I'm getting turned on. I, I can't think. You can't think of it. Nothing. One more time, Brady. Nothing. Do it slower. I know. No, no, no. <laughs> do you know what sexy is? I know I don't talk much in this movie, but I love eating fish sticks. Sticks? And this will win no. best picture. No. Sticks? Close enough. Not sticks? Mm -mm. Not in this particular film. <laughs> no idea? I'm drawing a blank. Nope. Daniel. All right. Nice. I know. Daniel's Thanks. out. This one's going to Paul or we'll get Paul on. Paul, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Right. I'm surprised you guys didn't make a chum bucket joke. <laughs> well, now we will. <laughs> nice, Darren. You can make it, Paul. Well done. Uh, all right, Brady, give him the same clue again. And do it sexy. You have gills. I want to make love to you in the water. But I'm afraid I'll drown. I still love you. Get is it? In, get in my bathtub. Is it, the shape, is it the shape of water? The shape of water is correct. That's one nice job. thought that would be the easy one. All right, Brady. Is that a real quote in that movie? Yes. It is. I know I don't talk at all, but I love eating fish sticks. Huh? All right, Brady, ready? Here we go. So you know me. You know my reputation. 13 inches of tough load. I don't treat you gently. That's right. <laughs> all right, one more time. And if that's sexy, I'm, I'm leaving the planet. <laughs> 
try so sexy. sexy. Some ladies find it sexy, John. Try, no, but not the way uh, he said it. you got to read that like you're talking to a lady, bro. You're trying to turn me on. Or I'm the lady talking to a guy, I guess. So that's, you know. Why would she have 13 inches of anything? I know. That's, no, why no, no. It's, that's why I'm being. Right, no, you're, you're trying to convince a lady that this is a sexy line. Unless he's talking about the crying game, I don't know. Yeah, try it one more time. Maybe oh a sexier delivery will do the trick. I was a waiter. I got discovered for the adult film industry. But you know me. You know my reputation. 13 inches. <laughs> tough load. I'm going to say Boogie Nights. Boogie hey! Nights is correct. Well done. Your extra clues help. Yeah, the huge extra clues. You hey, don't, look, roller girl. We just discovered Brady Brady hates the phrase tough load. He can't even play around with that one as sexy. Tough load. Mm. Tough load. <laughs> all right, nice job. He wins. Paul's on the line. Well, he only got two. Oh, yeah, actually, I think I got three. Go ahead, Paul. One more. Go get him, sexy Brady. Fifty Shades of Brady. Go. You know... With this new face I have, I could eat a peach for hours. Ooh. He's got a fiat face. <laughs> this a tiny face. A little fiat face. This new very fiat 500 face I good have. Good on gas. Very fast. Very fast face. Out of them, Caster Troy. Oh, man. Handing it out. Oh, oh, oh. Are we going face off? Face off is correct. Yeah. Now you're, you're, you're being too easy on them, Brady. All right. All right. To harden up your sexual uh, encounters. And we're giving him a lot of time to Google. Way too much time. Gabe is on the line. Uh, Gabe, ready to go? Hey, I'm ready. All right, hopefully Brady doesn't distract you and you crash into a wall. Brady, be sexy here. Come on. What do you say we blow this joint and then each other? Oh. Wow. That is sexy. <laughs> Now that was good. Okay. Oh, wow. Uh, that's it? No more clues? Give me one more, Brady. Give him a little extra. Not too much. Don't give the farm away here, slut. <laughs> well, the drug's involved. <laughs> I, I'm going to have to go with Pulp Fiction. I don't know. What, Weekend at Gabe's. <laughs> Weekend at Gabe's? There you go. <laughs> there it is. Just Gabe? Gabe. No, Gabe's friend chimed in. Said Weekend at Gabe's. <laughs> I like yep. that answer a lot. Weekend at Gabe's. Yeah, um, <laughs> go with that one. Weekend at Gabe's. Weekend at Gabe's is incorrect. I'm sorry. Although it could be oh, a fact. Man. I'm sorry, so Gabe. Close. We're not going to let you go there. Sorry about that. Nice try. Uh, we got uh, James on the line. Buddy pops in. Weekend at Gabe's. James, are you there? Yeah, I'm here, man. Has Brady got you going, James? <laughs> are you getting there? Oh, yeah. Fifty Shades of Brady all over James right now. <laughs> Make it sexy, Brady. I have crossed oceans of time to find you. That's good. What was that? I have crossed oceans of time to find you. Uh, what? Oh. <laughs> it's me flying off. Hannibal. Oh, he's flying. I thought it was Hannibal Lecter at the end. Hey, he's whispering too soft. I can't hear him. Right, say it one more time, Brady. I've loud. crossed oceans of time to find you. Then he flew away. I love blood. And he likes blood a little. <laughs> Is it that time of the month? Perfect. Fred wings don't bother me. Uh, the time traveler? No, incorrect. <laughs> nice try. So he's so distracted by the sexiness, there's no way. All right, sorry about that. Yeah. Nice try. We'll let uh, him go. 
James is out. And uh, try one more. Wireless caller, are you there? Yes. Oh, Vince, are you ready? Yep. All right, Brady's being very sexy. Hopefully you can handle it. Brady, 50 Shades of Brady. Vince, go ahead. I'm cold, I'm pasty. <laughs> and I've crossed oh. oceans of time. He's in an ocean. <laughs> Vince, Find you. Dragula. Is it Dracula? Yes. It's Dracula. Is that the movie? Yeah. Oh, okay. What are you doing, Vince? I'm in the vehicle right now. Oh, okay. Turn off your Bluetooth. Yeah. Kill the Bluetooth. Your go, to your, go to your regular phone. Headset. Crush me over here, man. Jesus Christ. All right. Number two. Or maybe he's just so erect. It's caused a new cell tower in this car. What is going on? All right. Dimension. Go right ahead, Brady. Sexy him up one more time. It must I thought you would fix that. Jeez, you Man. filthy bastard. Dumb button. <laughs> Got it. Try it again without such drastic graphic language. It must be weird, Nomi. Not having anybody put their love on you. <laughs> <laughs> That's what that is? It's love. It's liquid love. It has to be in his world. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I am throwing that line out tonight. <laughs> Turn over. I will coat you in my love. Oh, that gets you punched. Yeah. Stop it. Your face uh, is covered in love. Go ahead. Sorry. Any idea? Take another one. Another, another. Try, yeah. try it again. Another clue. Um, the clue's in there. I usually watch you dance. Oh. But now that you're with me. It must be weird, Nomi. <laughs> Not having anybody put white worms all over you. <laughs> That's better. Oh, I don't know. Dracula. No idea. Oh, Demi Moore. Oh, the key. No, no, wrong one. Oh, yeah. yeah no, wrong no, one. Yeah. Not that one. The other one. Saved by the bell. All right, sorry about that. We'll let him go, too. Well, Paul's our only winner. That, of course, is Showgirls. <laughs> the one Brady so graphically described. You've never been dumped on this show before. That's a first. 17 and a half years Brady got dumped today. Is it a first, you think? May 1st, 2018. Write it down. I dumped Brady for language. The rest of us have no clue. You call your parents, and you tell them what you've done, <laughs> and you, you make it right with your Lord yeah, Jesus. Yeah, talk to your pastor. Yeah, this, has, this is a moment in the box, Brady. It's, we'll take some time. It's this dirty this music. We'll take some time to heal. Get your ass in yeah, I like that. You Give want to some more. more? Tell right. us some sexy stuff. Yeah, see if we yeah. can guess them. Go ahead. Be sexy with us. Honestly, have Ronnie in the room, in your head, and talk to her. Like, this is how you would do it with her. Okay, this is for Eric. Okay. Yeah, all right. One, two, three, four. <laughs> Dump him again. <laughs> Pump that. It's that Jodie Foster yeah, movie, yeah, The yeah. Accused. Yeah, yeah, you okay. had no idea where to go from there, did you? <laughs> yeah, a good save. <laughs> I, was, I was waiting. I was trying to see. Pump that kitty touch sore. <sighs> it's that rape right, movie, Brady, yeah. that you yeah. like so That's much. That's for John. Sexy scenes. Brady chose the rape scene. That's, that's a romantic scene. You know the difference, eh? Man, you are a dirty, dirty man. <laughs> that was sexy, what just happened to Jodie Foster. I hope her court case goes well. Memorable night. That was. One you never forget. Like prom. Sorta. You consider that a sex scene? You are from a different time. <laughs> for Eric, that is. It's for me. It's for me. 
You think I'm a rapist. Yeah, because <laughs> you knew he'd understand that as the confusion. Now that's romance. Yeah. Yeah. Between involuntary sex and lovemaking. <laughs> we got to get you a book. Not that one. All right. Got any more? You want to... I got one for you, John. All right, let's have it. I can't quit you. Oh, yeah, it's Brokeback Mountain. That's our life. It's you and I together for good 17 and a half years. Bob Toledo, you got anything on a give bus? One, yeah, give one to Toledo. <laughs> um, With children? Anything on a road trip? Yeah. What is it? Do a scene from Paterno, because you can't tell the difference. Father. <laughs> yes. me. Oh, God. Can't do that. That Philip too... Seymour Hoffman movie that everybody cried at. <laughs> Basketball Diaries. So many religious movies where that spotlight, uh, so many. Anyway. Well, Ronnie, now we understand a little bit more. Don't ask Brady to be sexier. He'll buy a pinball machine and you're going to be in trouble. <laughs> What's this? I thought you said you wanted sexy. There's going to be one in his bedroom now. Get up there. <laughs> Kirby's out. Pinball yeah. machine is yeah. out. All right. <laughs> Can't nest anymore. Takes up the space. Finally got her out of the room. Great idea. The one that you made up out of the whole list we gave you was the rape scene. I feel filthy. I need a Silkwood shower. It's 852. Got the hot releases coming up next. I give you a silky shower. Yeah, I understand you. You got to turn it off, man. It's 98 KUPD. 50 Shades of Brady. Maybe happening every May 1st from now on. Man, you could have your own uh, show cussing, Brady. People are excited about you being dumped on. Man, oh, man. What did Brady say? Tell Dick to put the dump thing on Facebook. We have to hear him say that dirty word. I'm dying to hear what got the most moral man in Phoenix dumped. Yeah, pretty good. I got too wrapped in the script. You were good. Excellent work. Very impressive. So the uh, people are a little weird. Uh, now about your sexy and one lady said now we know how Kirby was uh, brought onto this planet Ronnie thought it would be a, a nice sexy romantic night Brady rolled in the pinball machine and made a baby <laughs> that's very true unbelievable night Joanna says good lord Brady trying to be sexy is hilarious how did he seduce and impregnate that beautiful woman then again she was probably rolling on the floor trying to get away, and he pinned her with an old wrestling move. And then one, two, three, done, baby. Works every time. That's how you get it done. Wrestling moves. Good work, Joe. Uh, it's 9.06. We got the hot releases coming up in just a second. Eric is going to give you all the new movies, DVDs, CDs, music, and more coming up uh, this week. And it will be released upon you next in a certain way that Brady has been dumped for. It's 98. There you go. Post-concert Psyching Rock. I'm throwing it in there. Corn with Jonathan Davis, of course. Uh, that is coming undone. Even though we did no corn music, we still, uh, you know, we're going to give it to him. Uh, it's 9.15. It's time to find out what's new in the world with movies, music, Netflix, downloads, uploads, whatever you want to find. Music is out there. Movies are out there. Shows are out there. Lots of them. The Paradox of Choice, I believe it's called. It's getting to the point where most people are just fed up with it and finding their own things to do. But not Eric. He's here to release upon you. And he says it's properly, not as graphically as Brady. Eric, release me. I just want to shout out uh, Zeph Deathrage. Yes. I call him Deathrage. Deathrage. It's actually Deathrage. Deathrage. Most badass name there is. He uh, got a new house in Gilbert, right around the corner from downtown Gilbert. So congrats to him. Got to be Great related. client. Got to be related to the guy I went to high school with. Might be. Randy Deathrage. You have to get laid with that name. Oh, uh, Randy was a short little guy. 
I bet you even still, it's like... You're tiny and worthless. My name is Randall Deathrage. Oh, never stop me. If you have a cool name... love on me. Want to get a, a, a new house? Check out ELOteam.com. ELOteam.com. All right. It's time to discover the death raves. We'll start off with video games. Uh, here's a fun one. Super Mega Baseball 2 for the Xbox One, PS4. Sounds Asian. Yeah. Super Mega Baseball 2. Hey. Happy there's, Fun Ball. There's a lot of bad baseball games. This one could be oh, wait, bad, too. still sexy. Too. Uh, the makers of <laughs> Super Mega Baseball have returned with a brand new streamlined baseball simulator. That'll keep you coming back for more. Shohei Otani, Super Mega Baseball 2. Shohei Otani. Yeah, I don't know about that. Uh, if you're into uh, Minecraft, we have a Super Plus pack added to Minecraft, so you can grab that if you want. Yeah. E for everyone. Is this Super Mega Baseball 2? Oh, Super Cat. Oh, he hit him in the oh, face. Oh, wait a minute. Hold on. They have comeback there? line drives that kill pitchers. It's the this. Brandon McCarthy play. Look at this. Oh. Doesn't, doesn't even have real teams. Oh, oh my God. That's the most violent thing I've ever seen in a video game in my life. <laughs> That is pretty awesome. With the big head players. Super Mega Baseball 2, Q pitcher. <laughs> the baseball comes back up the middle. These are Japanese baseball parks, too. Look at they're all Japan. Like well, that's that's what I'm talking about. It's like right. a, Maybe that's it. Maybe that is that fun. looks fun. It's love, not love just park. park. It's a super mega baseball. Two! Oh, dove way too early. Terrible dive. Oh. Boots it. Throw home. He's got a save. They're all stumpy little players. With gigantic heads. They've got gigantism. It's just like Ken Griffey Jr. on The Simpsons when he had the gigantism yeah. in the head. Let's see the names. Tobol. Hero. Hashi. Raccoon. Super Baseball. Oh, now they're turning, too. Oh, look out. Look out. They've all got guns. Super Mega Baseball. Super Mega Baseball, too. That's so much better have. than one. Complete with Deadry Comebacker. <laughs> I've never seen that as a promo piece. <laughs> like all the baseball. The oh, by the way, occasionally the pitcher dies. What a shot this pitcher takes in the face. I was right before that. Here it is. Super Mega Baseball 2. I'm going to watch this for days. No, this is it. It's right after this. Oh, my God. The, the pitcher goes sliding like <laughs> halfway dead. to second. He's dead. He's lights out. Uh, and you know what his last words were? Harking back to earlier this morning. Oh. Dirty Japs. <laughs> wow. Well, if you're going to get hit in the head. I, I honestly don't think I've ever seen a more violent video game thing for no reason. Even in Grand Theft Auto. Rated E for everyone, John. Man, oh man, that pitcher gets. But there was no blood. Oh, oh okay. Wow. That's right. If just a lump. <laughs> Imagine. No. If they would a giant to... lump with a bird's nest. You know what would be even better? If you don't see blood in the promo, but then the trainers come up. Oh, no. Pitch it down. And they go out and they roll him over and he's just gushing his skulls half on the mound. Oh, he did. New pitcher. Super Mega Baseball 2 Funeral. Uh, Battlezone Gold Edition for the PS4, Xbox One. That again. It's uh, made for virtual reality devices, basically. No, I'm done with every other game outside of that last thing. Outbreak, the new nightmare for Xbox One. Gets a six and a half. Probably don't want to do that. Ooh, yeah, never mind. Ooh remember 10-yard fight? No. Like bringing it back for the NS. You don't remember 10-yard fight ten on Nintendo? Oh, 10-yard. I thought you said 10, like oh, a ten, boxing 10-yard ten ten fight. 10-yard. Like, 
Oh, the original oh yeah, Tinder and Fight was great. It's the Oklahoma Drills. <laughs> Used to play the hell out of this yeah. game. The perfect kickoff. It's the longest, slowest kick ever. Yeah, look at that. They're coming they're, eventually. They're, they're matriculating up the field, John. Yeah. That's more than 10 yards. None of the defense made it until the 25, 30-yard line. My God, I didn't realize how slow this was. <laughs> this is going to give me a little seizure. we got to turn this off. Why is there only one guy? Yeah, we're, the, the rest of the kickoff team is real slow. Oh, the one guy's clearing away. It's, it's like it's, it's asteroids. football, yeah. It is yeah. asteroids. Oh, and he's... All right, this is too hard really to watch. Seriously, out. stop it. We've advanced so much. This is like... Man, that sucks a lot more That's than I thought. Really bad. And ten yard fight was a game we like ran to Mike Burkhart's house to play. Oh, Why? Why did we do such do things? You remember to... it that fondly? Oh, we was like, oh, you want to play football? It was in television at Jeff Cuomo's the television house. Television was faster than that. And then Mike had something on his computer that was ten yard fight. And then I got ColecoVision, and the whole world changed. Donkey Kong Country t- Tropical Freeze for the NS as well. A little more advanced than ten yard fight. Which one's this? Donkey Kong Country, Tropical Freeze. Huh? Donkey Kong's always fun. Yeah. And they, they've really stepped it up. Stepped it up a little. So much more than just a plumber wrestling an ape. Ah, oh, there's those balloons we were talking about, too. Oh, he's a captain of a boat now? And a family. So we're rooting for the... What used to be the enemy of all Donkey Kong was the actual Kong. Oh, no, he's they've been good guy. Don, yeah, Donkey Kong, Kong Jr. Jr. changed the whole thing because then he's had to rescue his dad because that dirty Italian uh, subjected him to prison. Mario, like, went off, broke off, and did his own thing. Yeah, after he caged the beast, <laughs> which infuriated the other Kongs. All right, I might get this one just for nostalgia's sake. Having fun watching that. Now, if you could only get a screaming 115-mile-an-hour comebacker to smash him in the head, it'd be a complete video game. And that's about it for video games. I mean, that's that's the equivalent of Madden having the Ryan Shazier play and as the promo. The yeah, <laughs> it's like, wow. oh, he's down, spinal cord injury, Madden 19. If it's in the game, <laughs> Shazier's down. It's in the game. They do the draft now and have cripples come out. <laughs> it's like, oh, an uplifting digital moment. Wow, John, where can I get the internal decapitation game? It is Super Mega Baseball 2. All I would do is watch the promo. You don't even need the game. It's more entertaining than anything you'll learn to do. All right, streaming now, we'll go to Netflix. Uh, Here's something we're all going to want to watch. A Life of Its Own, The Truth About Medical Marijuana. Yep. It's a documentary on Netflix. One more time. A Life of Its Own. A Life of Its Own, The Truth About Medical Marijuana. Is this an anti-medical marijuana thing? Oh, I don't know. Yeah. There's a group of people Award-winning journalist Helen Kapalos explores the subject of medical marijuana, uncovering life-changing treatments and cutting-edge research. Oh, so they're for it. There's a documentary I saw the other day that they were talking about how vaping marijuana is a super cancer creator. It causes super cancer, and this is all a farce. These kids need this. It's not something that we want. It's something that she needs to Australian. Yeah, Australian documentary. And it wasn't a difficult course because we had done everything possible. The beauty of what's going on 
is you have a bottom-up uh, movement. Hot there you go. It's the people who are learning. It's the people who are using it. And our tip. governments are preventing parents from doing that? And what people are angry about is this is basically a harmless substance. Oh, it's a yeah. wicked problem. There are potential benefits, perhaps, in some people. There are potential risks. Some people seem to believe cannabis might cure things. Ah, that's going to be good. I'll watch that one. Since I've got my new mild drug habit. How's it going, by the way? Yeah, I haven't done got it. an update. I haven't done it for a few days. Not a fan of the smoking part. The smoking part is a real problem. Yeah. My friend told me the other day, he goes, you got to do it with somebody who's done it for a long time. And I'm like, yeah. And he goes, it's like golf. I don't like golf. But if I went out with somebody who golfed, I'd be like, oh, you put, well, not even an instructor, just somebody that's like, oh, this guy's played a lot. You use your hands this way or you, you swing a little bit like that instead of just going out there and slamming on some pipe and trying to make it work, which is what I'm doing. Next up is uh, Queens of Comedy season one. Now, you might think Queens of Comedy, this would be like, you know, the black comedian ladies. Or yeah, Tiffany like Haddish and others. But no, John. It's eight women performing in front of celebrity judges and competing for the title of India's top female stand-up comic. Oh, I'm in. Oh, I am in. Okay. Now, wait a minute. That's not, not it. That's not it. That's, that's, that's the Queens what, of Comedy. Now, <laughs> India. But you got to do Queens of Comedy season one Netflix in the search. Yeah. There they are. Imagine there, there. one half of you tied down, held back. One arm, one leg, living like you're handicapped. Imagine... The whole world blind in one eye, having a hard time trying to get by. Imagine half of humanity whom we teach not to stretch out to the full extent of their reach. Imagine being told you're just a girl when you're dissing misses, you're dismissing half the world. Imagine you're hearing only half a joke and missing the punchline. You're not missing one side, you're missing the fun side. The whole works better with two halves that fit. You'll see better through our eyes than you alone did. We're no more the punchline. We're done playing dumb. We're already queens. You're just living in our kingdom. We are the queens of comedy. That would have been better if it was funny. Wow. Yeah, you got to get some of the They've been comedy part. Have they been oppressed for a long time in India? Yes. So they're, they're just... Ladies kind of pointing at each other. Right. Our next judge is a stand up comedian, a writer, actor, one fourth of India's edgiest right. comedy collective, and two letters away from being a delicious mutton dish, Rogan Joshi. I don't understand that joke. He's mutton. <laughs> All right, fast forward to the ladies being funny. All right, welcome, man. Oh, man, it's so good to be here. I just. Wait. He's ah. right. He's the. I am the eye candy on this show, right? I am the eye candy. <laughs> Oh, fast forward to on a, a goddamn note. comedian. Yeah. I'm trying to. Really want expensive lingerie on us? Just buy it. <laughs> yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Also fun. I really yeah. laughed a lot. Thank you. You were super The amount of things I'm learning on this show, man. Like, <laughs> I just saw Rowan take down underwire in a yeah, book. Just <laughs> Google underwire. <laughs> okay. There we go. Hi, I'm Anshita Kohl. And I'm going to ask you a question. Show me a raise of hands. How many of you live with your parents? Oh my God, so many. Isn't it awesome? You guys will have a lot of fun. Why don't you run into another language? This is crazy talk. Hey, I can't get that joke. Yeah, I don't know. 
I don't live. I want to get that on Netflix. I'm paying ten ninety nine, not for baby talk. I'm paying for English. And it was subtitled in her crazy language. This is bananas. The Indian people are playing a trick on us. It's a good comedy set. I don't understand that culture. I try. Uh, well, here's a comedian you understand, Carol Burnett. I tried. I tried. I went over to an Indian friend's house the other day, and I'm like, dude, I just want you to know that I accept you, and I want you to know that I accept your ways. Like, that is very nice. I appreciate that. So then I on his floor, and he was like, get out of my house. I'm like, I thought this was. How you did it? Oh, we were understanding. A little help with Carol Burnett on Netflix. Now this will be good. Comedy icon Carol Burnett returns to TV with a panel of clever kids who help adults and celebrity guests solve their problems. Miserable honesty. Misery. You don't like the kids, John? You're not into the kids? Misery. Good. It's quiet. I haven't heard of it. Well, I won a few Emmys for it. I got a trophy in soccer once. You did? Everyone did. Oh. I did uh, a few films and some specials. Uh, you know what specials are? I did like two persons, but do you know who Julie Andrews is? Isn't she the teapot from Beauty and the Beast? No, that was Angela Lansbury. Oh. Do you know who Dolly Parton is? Nope. She's the one with, uh, she's very talented. Okay, kid, <laughs> I'll give you a shot. Well, thank you. <laughs> that, that was easy enough. Here's what I'll need you to do. Mm-hmm. Don't use your phone to make phone calls. Use text. Text. When you sit, slouch. Do you have an Instagram? Get one. So I've got the job? Yes. Thank you. Stay woke. Stay woke. I will. <laughs> All right. I might watch Carol Burnett uh, make kids look foolish in a backwards way. <laughs> All right, so you get that on Netflix. Uh, Dear White People, Volume 2. You pretty much get the concept of that. I think it's based on a uh, a movie that was made like 10 years yeah. ago. Dear White People. This is the second one. So now it's a, uh, well, it's, they did a show. Now. Some of you coming together means ignoring our experiences. Break it down for me. Cultural appropriation. Sex and gender norms. <laughs> Mild adult themes. <laughs> Nepotism. <laughs> Racist bots. Black lesbians. You mean two women into each other for reasons other than a straight man's benefit? Great start. I don't know what's going on. It just seems wrong. Uh, dear, dear white people buying too. Um, we have my next guest with David Letterman. You know all about that. Yep. It's just basically the Letterman show minus yep. a bunch of stuff. Uh, Tina Fates is next guest. It's an hour-long interview with one person. Right. They do a little improv together. It's the Charlie Rose show. Uh, Hulu, you got Drunk History Season 5A. And that's about it for streaming. All right. Get to the music. Finally. Uh, Shinedown has an album out. Attention, Attention is the name of it. All right, let's see what they've got. Obviously, uh, big artist here on the Big Red Yeah, they'll play right here. We'll get something on there. Because uh, it's, it's about to get heavy. This is what we play right now. Human radio. Sounds what they uh, that's what they deliver. That's shine down. That's, that's shine down for you. Shine down. Yeah. yeah. 
Uh, next up, we got Frank Turner. He's an English folk singer songwriter. My favorite. He has an album called Be More Kind. More things. More things. What's it called? 1933. There you go. More music to drive the ratings of KDKB through the floor. <laughs> Make America Great Again, Sean. Yeah, my guy. Yeah, my guy. Let's make compassion and fashion again. Next up, we got uh, one of the best names of the day. There's a couple. This is uh, one or two. We got Black Moth Super Rainbow. I like that already. And uh, their album is Panic Blooms. They're an electronic band from Pittsburgh. Black Moth Super Rainbow. I'm writing that Black down. Black Moth Super I'm Rainbow. Feeling I'm going to like this one. This will be played before kickoffs. You think? Peelers games. <laughs> Not going the way I wanted it to. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Are we searching for a hidden message in a backwards album? What is this? Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, some of these electronic bands. Yeah, it's weird. Well, if their goal was to annoy me, it's a platinum album. That's enough of that. How about Mr. No One? What you that is This is one of those bands if you walk into the store and it's playing. Yeah, you leave the store. You leave the store immediately. No, these clothes aren't for me. Imagine that's cranking up on your next uh, paint party. Yeah. <laughs> nope, I'm leaving. I don't stay for things with this on. Welcome to Mystique. Oh, no. I thought you guys had jeans or something, but no. Never mind. Never mind. Do you want to sit on the lava no. lamp? No. I don't want to do anything here. Could you turn it down, though? Why? Because it's terrible. We have a 3% more sale. <laughs> I don't think they're doing sales. No. no they, a 3% they more, more sale? Yeah, oh, yeah, I see. They, they oh, actually it. made it 103%. Now that makes sense. We've marked our prices up today. Huh. Uh, Parkway Drive. They're an Australian metalcore band. Been around for a long time. Uh, since 2003, basically. Their new album is Reverence. It's alive! And then I listen to them, like, on my own time, and I turn it off. A couple songs. Yeah, a couple songs. That's not bad. No, that's all right. I don't like that. No, it's not bad. Avoid. Pray. This is good for your feedings on Wednesday, Brady. Very handsome. 
intrigued. I'll get it, and I'll listen to it like half. I'm like, I don't want to hear this anymore. Uh, what is about that band? They do that to me every time. John Gordon's pick of the week. Here we go. Norwegian symphonic metal band. They've been around for a long time. Since 1993. Dimu Borgir. Dimu Borgir. Yonin. I think I'm saying it right. Yonin. Yonin. Or Onion. Eonin. Eonin. Everything is this just one song playing? They're a very symphonic. They're riding their steeds across the way. It's a performance. Well, maybe the Council of Wolves and Snakes will clear things up. Yes. Yeah, I'm bored with that. Yes. All come to order the Council of Wolves and Snakes. Oh, you probably heard of this guy before, Parker Millsap. Is it Ronnie's kid? We've got an uh, album. Other Arrangements is the name of it. It has to be Ronnie's kid. Think so? I would think so too, right? I don't think it is. It doesn't say it on. Uh, Here's the title track. Count me up. See, I could still make you scream and shout. Got you all figured out. Gonna get you believing. Oh my Gonna God, Brady. 20 years ago when we worked at the zone, this dude would have lived oh. in our hallway. This is flashback to all the mildly overweight co-workers I had flipping out over Jack Johnson. Did they listen to a lot of Sunvolt? You know oh, Sunvolt was everywhere. Gold. Garbage. <laughs> Jack Johnson, Sunvolt, Dave Matthews. It was just never ending. Geggy Ta. Oh, Geggy Ta. Uh, <laughs> and they were all so much better than you for listening to it. I like that new Jack Johnson. Well, I heard it three years ago for the first time. When did you hear it? I don't know. We just played it a few minutes ago. Well, you don't even know it. You know what? Why don't you go have another light salad? It's not working. The reason you're so angry at the world is because you don't take care of yourself. Jack Johnson's the only one who understands you. All right, we got another shot at... Uh, he did the theme to Curious George. An electronic band. Not making it better. Uh, Matt and Kim. Their album is almost every day. The Indigo Girls speak through me, not to me. Body is Kids have been raised. 
bass wrong, and they sing, they sing terrible music. I think Matt and Kim played one of the Alt-AZ <laughs> festival shows. <laughs> Was it when you stood in piss? Probably. <laughs> Did you see Dustin down the hall at the, uh, we'll put the picture up on our Facebook page. He's the afternoon guy down there at the uh, Alt-Lives and at their stand-in-piss party Sunday night. Dustin wore um, the shorts of a missing child. <laughs> hey, if you got it, flaunt it, right? Guess, he's in great shape, but those shorts are like there's a young boy missing Very from a European. neighborhood. Yeah, whose pants were taken by Dustin. <laughs> I don't know. I could wear my pants or these shorts of a young boy. Go with that. Maybe he forgot his... Yeah, and he tapped and an eight-year-old on the shoulder. <laughs> Do you have anything? Well, we have these. An eight-year-old boy lost these. Fine. Size 24. Just squeeze them in there. And finally, we were talking about bluegrass. So we got a bluegrass kind of folky rock band from Minnesota. Trampled by Turtles. Another great band name. That is a, I think we've had them before. We love this band name before. Life is good on the open road. Feels like music's going the wrong direction. It's going How about backwards. We all get lonely. Why are all these kids who have been adderled up on happy pills their whole life so sad? All singing about how sad they are all the time. All they've done is eat pills to make them smile at everything. They Maybe they're happier at Kelly's bar. <laughs> I'm not listening to it. I'm done. Trampled by Turtles, you, you stopped being awesome after you named your band. Well, that's about it, John. Man, oh, man. Boo. A whole lot of it. Not a great day. No. Not a great day. Except for that super mega baseball, too. <laughs> the Brenda McCarthy prey. Smash that dude. Just killed him dead. His lifeless little digital corpse laying on the mound of Super Mega Baseball. I don't know two. what happened after. <laughs> I want to see. Did I, he stay down? I need a prognosis. There's no way he went. He's in the protocol. I yeah. think he just hands the ball to the manager. I mean, it took some. You're done. It took some. He doesn't hand anything to anyone. <laughs> it it took designers time, and somewhere along the line, someone came in and goes, "Okay, what do you think, boss? No." Pitch your body not rifrous enough. Add more jelly action. We have to make him more jelly-like when he gets hit in hit. His body just goes down in a heap. That's my favorite video game promo ever. Uh, it's 9.43. There you go. Your hot release is wildly disappointing today, but that's why we're here. To save you money. It's 98KUPD. 98KUPD. There's uh, a 6 a.m. right there. Life is beautiful and it's uh, just about to get more beautiful for you brady's about to entertain you but before he does we have to say welcome to our new entertainment drill sponsor prestige billiards and game rooms pool tables arcade games game room packages don't break the bank break your balls prestige billiards az.com they uh built my game room at my house a year maybe about a year it was last year at this time i went in there and I'm like holy crap all this all these toys so many toys Got it all. They got everything done. If you want to add a little fun to your house, prestigebilliardsaz.com. Brady, entertain me.
it uh, we're kicking off May here. It's Masturbation Month, national. Right. You're big on that. So uh, here are the stars we fantasize about. Oh, the leader in the clubhouse for the uh, gentleman Beyonce is the most popular oh. celebrity guys fantasize about. August Ames during our quiet moments. Followed by Jennifer Lawrence, Kim Kardashian, Taylor Swift, and Kylie Jenner. For the ladies, Brad Pitt, Johnny Depp, Chris Hemsworth, Tom Cruise, Chris Pratt. I wish, in general, ladies would open up about that more. You talk to them like, what do you, like, fantasize? Oh, you? Oh, stop it. No, I do. I think of us. I'm like, no, you don't. When you're watching TV and you're, you know, like when I do, when I see the Cinemax movie come on, you know, I'm like, ooh, this is good. Just visually, I'll just watch those people doing it. What, which wouldn't, would get you? Oh, I just think of us and situations. I'm like, no, you don't. They never tell the truth about it. But then you do these surveys. Megan would never tell you. Well, Megan would tell me her fantasies in a second. We're very open about stuff like that. What is it? You in like me. a schoolboy outfit? She like thinks of us doing it. No, there's no like fantasy involved. She just thinks of times we've nailed each other. That's dumb. Is her fantasy to put it in your butt? I don't know. I've asked her that. Would you want to peg me? I don't think so. I'm like, good, because it's never. I'd punch you square in the nose. Don't even think about it. I am open. Yeah, because even asking you that question, I had a clenched fist. I will beat you into the ground if you. Yes, I want to. No, you are not. This is a fight. Charlie Sheen is doing the opposite of winning. That's losing. He owes $5 million in unpaid taxes from 2015. What's he going to pay it for? He's got the AIDS. Ride that pony until it's over. I'm Magic's had the AIDS forever. I know, but he's not getting Charlie's he's not, not gonna die. He's not getting Magic's. Uh, you don't think? No, no, he's getting the Magic treatment. He's got money. He's nah. a celeb. Well, well he's he's $5 million in debt. $1.8 million per episode of Two and a Half Men until he was fired in 2011. Right. That's done. when he officially became the warlock with Tiger Blood. Right. Magic had prospects and job opportunities. Charlie's $5 million in debt in taxes and going nowhere fast. Maybe he just forgot to pay one. If you've diagnosed me with AIDS, I stopped paying taxes that day. Come get me. His Beverly Hills estate is on the market right now for $10 million. Yeah. It's been on the market since February. Plus, if you go to jail, you're the guy with AIDS. You've got AIDS. You're yeah. gonna, it's a safe time to be of this? Fine. Yeah. Have at it, boys. Uh, fun fact... <laughs> While you're back there, uh, I've got AIDS. Something fierce. I don't pay taxes. I'm only here because I don't pay taxes. That's you're pegging me, and I've got the hideous AIDS. <laughs> Come and get so me. So it's all yours. It's a cornucopia of AIDS. Yeah, I don't care. You've got AIDS. Okay, well I don't have to pay tax. I'm finding the silver lining in this. We all go to jail. Yeah, safest place I'll ever ever be. Seth Rogen says the part of the villain in the Green Hornet movie almost went to Nicolas Cage. But uh, they went out to dinner, and Nicholas was pitching Seth the part and some other people. He said, well, my idea of being the, uh, the villain Baby girl. is I want to be a white Bahamanian or yeah. Jamaican. Rasta. And then they started thinking, like, I don't know, I've... There's white Jamaicans. There are now, baby girl. One named Nick Cage. Yeah! Slimer from Ghostbuster. The artist, uh, Steve Johnson, says he came up with Slimer. He was struggling to uh, create the character, but then he did a boatload of cocaine 
and was visited by the ghost of John Belushi. And yeah. together they, they awesome. developed a Slimer. Slimer. Where's this story been? We talked about the <laughs> Noid and Slimer today. This is great. So um, Slimer is a cocaine dream. Visited by the ghost of John, John Belushi, Belushi was supposed to be in Ghostbusters. Really? Well, it was originally they started talking about that with Dan Aykroyd and stuff. Evidently he was oh. going to be in that. And they, you know, died. So then it went on the shelf for a few years, and they kind of revisited the idea later. The Times Up movement is going after R. Kelly. Yeah, Times been up for that for a long time. Let's see what happens there. With um, his sex slaves and his yeah, all the allegations, underage girls and stuff. Just public lynching, according to R. Kelly. No, nope. just off target. There's videotape of you doing it. This is pretty. Derek and the Dominoes drummer, Jim Gordon. Um, he was the guy that co-wrote Layla with Eric Clapton. He was on a lot of recordings in the 60s and 70s, including Nancy Sinatra's These Boots Are Made for Walking, Carly Simon's You're So Vain. Well, he's still in prison. The drummer is? Jim Gordon killed his mother in 1983 with a hammer and a butcher knife, claiming that voices told him to do it. He's schizophrenic, and so uh, he yeah. wasn't correctly diagnosed with it until after the murder, despite seeking medical treatment at least 15 times. Oh, Yesterday, man. the reason why it came up, he was denied parole for the 10th time. Um, and this is the first time his own family sided with the prosecution, saying uh, He's they asked worse. the state of California to keep him locked up. Holy moly. The guy who wrote Layla? He came up with the uh, piano part. I was going to say the end of. I was just going to say that that's my favorite ending to any rock song ever. Is that Which piano. he was accused of stealing that from uh, Rita Coolidge, his ex-girlfriend. Oh, jeez, this guy's no good all the way around. Still a great song. Yeah, that piano thing at the end of Layla. There's nothing more soothing to me in the world than how that song ends. And Tobias Forge, the mastermind of Ghost, the says movie? the new album. Oh, Ghost, the band. Yeah. Uh, is themed with death and impending end, and is influenced by the deaths of Lemmy, David Bowie, and Prince. Wait, that meant that the world's going to end because they died? Well, that the, there's some songs about, you know, inspired by Lemmy and the deaths of those people, but then they have songs, yeah, talking about the end. Yeah, they're ghosts. They're all about the end. Why can't they just sing about flowers and rainbows? They sing about rats. That new song's incredibly cool. And Mastodon and Dinosaur. Oh, because they, they don't want to suck, Eric. That's oh, why yeah. They, yeah, they want to suck That's really right. badly, so they sing about stuff yeah. that Sorry. isn't sucky. Mastodon and Dinosaur Jr. will tour this summer. What? Interesting. <laughs> Intrigued. It'll wrap up right here in Phoenix, July 7th. Oh, so it's not really a tour. It is just like a month together. Well, there, it begins May 6th. So two months then. The only song I know from Dinosaur Jr. is that Feel the Pain yep. song. Where they're golfing need. on the building. That's all you need, really. that it? Yep. Play the hit! Yeah, that's enough. Here's some of our new stuff from the... No! No! Beer run. <laughs> Feel the pain again. Yeah. Do it again. <laughs> Play that six times. Three different ways. This goes out to the Sonorosaurus. <laughs> this is a new one we're going to dedicate... To the people of Africa and all the no, yeah, the Sonorosaurus gets Dinosaur Junior. That would be great. 
To have a song called Museums Are Fun or Paleontology or something. I don't know. But nothing. Is paleontology some sort of study? It sounded right. That'll work. It's the study of pale people. <laughs> Is that wrong? I'm not a scientist. Doesn't, yeah, it doesn't sound right. I am a paleontologist and you are very pale. <laughs> I don't believe you're a real doctor. I don't care. Just albinos in the waiting room. Would a Maybe real, it's the study yeah. of buckets. Would a real doctor have you tied up in a basement? No. Well, then I guess I'm not. You were right. Too bad, too late. Uh, that's it. Well, there's your entertainment drill. Brought to you by our friends at Prestige Billiards and Game Rooms. PrestigeBilliardsAZ.com. Prestige. Prestige. Not Prestige Worldwide. I talked to uh, Kevin O'Day. He was uh, talking to me. He goes, I don't mind that Prestige Worldwide thing. It makes people think of me every time. Good for you. PrestigeBilliardsAZ.com. Uh, thank you. He tours around the world. He does. From port He's to port. The, the dude, yeah. And every time he does, he produces something. Quartz, I believe. Uh, the Rock. He, uh, they, it's true, though. People, he's like a, I didn't know this about him. He built my pool table in my house and I'm talking and stuff. And he goes, I got a table I got to do in New York. I'm like, I don't have people for that in New York. Not as good as me. He's like in demand to travel to put pool tables together. Man. I know. Well, that it, he did. He did the pool table with the uh, Cubs logo, or no? That was my my uh, my buddy Rick did that. He's a woodworker. Oh, okay. He built it, and then Kevin came with the all the tops and the felt and all, and put it together. Oh, neat! It was all the pieces, and then he put it together. It's pretty cool. It's a do great. They have table. Uh, foos foosball. They got that. Oh yeah, they got it all. We got every... one for the station. Foosball would be pretty cool. Foosball foosball. Foosball. Yeah. So you play somebody who's good at it, and then it just stops being fun. Get it for the KUPD side. None of those other people. Yeah, those knobs can't touch our stuff. It would be great right here. Yeah, we got right here. Yeah, and just put. We'll have. Hey, we'll have the prestige people build one that says KUPD only on the sides. Yes. Yeah, not for grandfathers or gays. It'll piss them both off. Sorry, Brady. You had if kids you have, late, so I'm you're okay. not a grandpa. I'm okay. You're getting there, but you're not supposed to. Cannot play if you have Van Halen tennis shoes. Yeah, Van Halen tennis shoes and abducted boy shorts. <laughs> I've heard of boy shorts. I've never heard of abducted boy shorts, but I saw them on Dustin. Photos are everywhere. That was one of the bands that were playing. Abducted boy shorts? It's yeah. a great band. We're abducted boy shorts. This is our album called Last Seen In. Uh, it's 10.04. We're done. You guys have yourselves a fantastic Tuesday, and we'll see you right here in the morning sickness tomorrow. So long! From the new ACU.com studio, this is the Big Red Radio, 98 KG.